it. What if I don't care if you're ready? And I just start it anyway. What is me being ready? Wait, hold on one second. No! <laughs> <laughs> Where has that been? It was We've in recorded the, several episodes. I know, I brought it to Nighthawk, and okay. then I forgot it. I had put it in my backpack, because I had moved stuff out of the suitcase that all the sound we equipment was in. We should put it like, between us, oh, in okay. case we... Um, it needs to be much bigger. Yeah, like... um. Like the staples button size. It needs right? to be twice as big as that. Hmm. We'll find another one. Amazon. That's will have recordable? It. Oh yeah. No, I know. Oh, did I tell you I looked at the reviews? There are two. <laughs> and they both said it's a whole lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Is one of the reviews your review? No, I didn't. I'm t- you should write a I'm review. I'm way too lazy to you ever should write review a review anything. We bought this for okay, our podcast you- that we record. <laughs> Do you the, have to sit in between yeah, the cords? Yeah, she does. She absolutely does. She's like, see those mugs on the table? I want them to break. <laughs> I want them to fall off on the ground and break. And knock over the muffins. See, if you bark, you're going to have to go in the bedroom. You know the rules. So you should lay down. Where's your bone? Did you eat it? I think so. Yeah, she ate the whole thing. Um, this is Pancake okay. Town, the podcast. Oh, yeah. Did we, did we, we introduce it last time? We I did. Know. I think we did. And if we didn't, who cares? I'm pretty sure we didn't. Um, I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. That's D. She's gonna try. Don't say hi. She's gonna try to make it through the whole episode without barking. We'll, we'll see, see how she does. We're back at my house. Yeah. In Portage Park, we haven't recorded here we in a while. Been here in a while because we've both been busy and weird and had fun things to do. Um, our next episode is gonna be remote as well. Are we oh, gonna yeah. are we gonna talk about that or is that a surprise? I think we can talk about it. Sure. Um, we're, Next week we're going to Edgewater Candles' new like facility. I'm just gonna call it a facility because that makes it sound like it's eighty thousand square feet, sure. even though it's like you know a tenth of that. I mean, it's like a a live work warehouse. Type yeah, situation. I'm very excited to see it in person. Mm-hmm. And I'm then, even more and then excited also move in. That there <laughs> is this is the weirdest thing. Like if you know how Chicago like is set up yeah there is one bus that takes me from <laughs> my apartment to their to house their house in evanston that's no weird. transfers it's very fucking weird now, and when i told steve about it i was all excited he's like yeah the writer yeah you just get on there it the goes to evanston stop. big deal michelle because he's used it before. i know it's crazy chicago is set up very strangely well but so like, on the flip side yeah. i looked it up to see how i would get there mm-hmm. from portage park because I was like, I know that's a million miles away. Because not only is it way east, it's mm-hmm. way north. And so I looked it up. It's so hilarious. Driving, it takes like under 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Bus, an hour and 40 minutes. Sure, yeah. Because I have to I think transfer. My bus rides like 45 minutes. I have to transfer twice and walk a good amount. Mm. Um, so I was like, well, guess what? We're not doing this if I don't have the car because I'm mm. not I'm not going to spend over oh, right. three hours. I keep forgetting there's a possibility. <laughs> there's a car of problem. I know. Car. Well, so I will have the car because Josh's theater intensive thing is over this week. Oh, good. So there's no more like he needs the car all day situations. So I was like, I'm not. We're not doing this if I don't have the car. Otherwise, I would just. I mean, I would probably just get an Uber to take me there. Um. But I'm excited to go check out, like, see their space, how it's set up, and mm-hmm. we're going to record an episode with them. Mm-hmm. I would say 
oh, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I can't imagine we won't have 8 million things to talk about. I had an idea. And you lost it. Uh-huh. You'll think of it again. I also <laughs> feel like it would be fun to just have an episode with them because now they will that they'll now be the most like repeat people on the show. Oh, it's too bad. I, like, the, Emily, right? this is our 50th episode. The one with this one right now? I think so. Oh, fuck. Wasn't 49? Yeah, it is 50. We should have talked about that. Should we start over? <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Wait, screw it. We have to stop and research for six hours and then redo this. Oh, we should have put more effort into this episode. Oops. Well, technically two episodes technically the episode at nighthawk was our 50th episode right but that's just technically but it's so not gonna put numbered. the big 5-0 on i am gonna put on the this big one on this one oh fuck. now we have to make it good then what are we gonna talk about <laughs> i thought we were gonna do our shout out yeah thing. we can do that nobody cares that works nobody cares it like works. what what else are we gonna talk what's I gonna know. i guess i thought like we would have prepared yeah <laughs> that's for later all right. That's for when well, we're the, not The hundredth episode will do. <laughs> Are you laughing because you don't think there's going to be a hundredth No, I'm laughing episode. because that's literally like going to be what, a year from now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So guess what, everybody? The next 49 <laughs> episodes, minimal preparation. <laughs> 100 though. We're going to get our, we're going to have our shit together. We're going to have topics bullet points um a panel discussion uh researched thoughtful critique on <laughs> um, things that you care about and apply no you we actually apply do to your have business. a ton of topics we do have a ton of topics um including a really good one submitted by um a listener that i'm ooh. no <laughs> we won't do that next week but we're gonna we'll do it the week after. I'm going to pick, we'll pick an actual topic and get it to Mark and Steven ahead of time. Ooh. We'll make them so. do the work. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. I and like bake for us. Wait, they're baking for us? Yes. <laughs> Is that part of the deal? I don't know. Oh. Get, get ready, Mark and Steven. Have some gluten-free baked goods ready for us to eat. No, probably <laughs> bake. I just want to like, I kind of just want to make candles. Oh, you, okay. Can we make candles? That's kind of what the whole point of their facility is <laughs> um can we make at least one candle okay while we're there <laughs> we'll find out yeah but they always have a lot to talk about we always have a lot of fun stuff to talk about with well them. i feel like the last big time they were on we had that discussion about the getting new jars and yeah their packaging stuff. yeah yeah and they and they then did all that stuff and raising their prices cool. and yeah their new their show schedule and all that mm -hmm. and then boom they all of a sudden have i still think that there should be like an entire like whatever windows are in their space there should be a, a wall of jars just covering the window <laughs> 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 like in memoriam too the previous space yeah right i like that it'll be like and everyone will come in and be like why you have all this space why do you have all those jars in front of the window don't worry about it <laughs> you don't need to worry about it it's an art piece yeah and they don't even use those jars anymore it's just those all the, right, the, the old ball jars yeah they're still in the packaging but they're just there as like an installation it's um we'll figure it out when we curtain. get there 
Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a, it's a glass piece. curtain. It's like glass block, but with jars. Yeah. Um, uh, but this week we were going to talk about. Well, we had wanted to do a shout out episode where we go. We kind of talk about some other designers and makers and businesses that we've just been like, you know, that we like and are crushing on and mm-hmm. get inspired by or whatever. Whatever you do when you like sit there on Instagram for like six hours and realize you've wasted your life. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I was like, no, I was doing professional development. Yeah. No, you weren't. No. You were you were literally procrastinating and staring at a It's really phone hard screen. to give it up. Like it is. Um, it really is. I know if I took it off my phone that You'd be fine. Then I'd just be done. Because I realized I didn't look at Facebook the entire time I was away because it's not on my phone. Yeah. I think the times when I get real like existential about it is when I start to think about how literally the first eight years of my business there was no Instagram Mm -hmm. like we act like it's so like we're so dependent on it and we need it so much but like you're kind of just telling yourself that like if you just stopped using Instagram like you'd figure out other ways to make it work but Instagram is obviously the smart way it's the easiest way like I have stats that tell me where For my sure. web traffic's coming from and where my sales are coming from. But if you stopped putting energy into Instagram mm. and started putting it somewhere else, you would see the same kind of results. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's just a scary thing to think about. Like I believe truly that if I like I would never do this because that's not how the economy works now. Like you kind of have to to be on Instagram. Um, but like, if you think about it, eight years ago, everybody thought you had to be on Twitter and now no one gives a fuck about Twitter. Thank God. Right. So like, do it. I can't do any, like Twitter there's only certain anymore. things like literally stand up comedians mm. need Twitter. Sure. And that's it. Yeah. That's literally it. Um, like no, none of us makers are getting sales from Twitter. I'd be interested if someone was. Oh my God, please share because I've never, I, that's insane if you yeah. are. And congratulations that yeah. you've unlocked that code. Uh-huh. And then now I'm starting to feel like people are like, fuck Facebook for like promoting your business. Mm-hmm. The only reason I do anything on Facebook is because of show of hands. If right. I wasn't running an event, I would not, I would have zero presence on I Facebook. I have a few customers that seem to exclusively look at Facebook. Um, so I don't mind just like, yeah, if you pushing can, if you can manage through, it easily yeah. and not, but I also feel like if I put some more effort into Facebook, I'd probably have more, I don't know, come from it, but I don't, I literally just populate it with Instagram yeah. posts. I think that, um, email is probably more important than social yes, media. I agree with that. For and sure. if you're looking for a way to put more effort into something, I would yes. put that into yeah. email. Get a MailChimp account yeah. if you don't have a MailChimp account. Oh my God. Yeah. Like if you don't have one or do, whatever have else. that be There's the some first other thing things. that you do. And MailChimp is not expensive. It's only expensive based off of how many people you have in your list. So like I pay like $50 a month because I have over... I have like upwards of 5,000 people on my Mm. combined mailing lists. 
But if you have like 2,000 people, it's like $30 a month. I think it's less than that. And if you have a couple hundred people, it's like $10 a month. Um, I think, it, well, maybe this isn't true anymore, but it used to be free. Oh, up to a certain uh, point? Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's true. Um, so like while you're growing your email list, you're not yeah. having to pay for and, it. And honestly, like I went slowly to the point of it being, fi- I didn't just like have 5,000, like I have 5,000 people on that list as a combination of Orange Beautiful and Show of Hands mm. over like 10 years. So like technically my list should be much larger. I've, yeah, mine. But I also too. edit it quite a lot. Like I take, I, I go through and if people, cause you can look and see if people are opening things mm-hmm. and like how good of a subscriber they are and shit. And you can delete people. Yeah. I think about so doing I do that, that a lot. Cause like, and duplicates. And it's usually like only like 30 some percent that opens it. Yeah. Which is a bummer. But 30, but, a 30% open rate is amazing. Oh. Like if you, like usually they say like between 20 and 30% is like okay. really, really good, which is terrible. But that's, mm-hmm. ca- that's just the odds. I mean, playing. I think it's better than what people see on Instagram. Oh, for so sure. That's why. I mean, yeah. Cause when you look at, when email. you look at how much interaction you get, like if you have, I mean, Orange Beautiful has like 2,500 followers and I'm never getting more than like 80 likes on a post ever. Yeah, that's less than 10%. And so it's like, I don't even, and obviously like more than those people that like it are seeing mm-hmm. it, but then you're like, well, that's not, that's not a good turnover rate. Like right. that's not a good, those aren't good odds for everyone seeing that. Um, And then even your stories that get more views are only like three or 400 of that 2,500. Also like, if you think about how on Instagram it's hard to get like direct links to everything. Yeah. Like we do have the shopping links now, yeah. except for I always get people that say like, how can I buy this? How much is this? It's like, there's a there's fucking a link right there. Dot with a little, a little shopping, shopping bag thing. on it. <laughs> like whatever. What um, is colors? <laughs> <laughs> people are so um, dumb. But now. like with it's email, so you can link up every, fu- yes. like, yeah. first of every all, single every image word, in your email has to be linked. Your logo yeah. has a link. Everything's linked. Like they literally could, like will accidentally land in your shop because mm-hmm. they like move their mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's also just direct connection. When people are on mm-hmm. Instagram, they turn in, they are a little bit zombie-ish. Like I'm a little bit zombie-ish. I notice myself just like not really paying attention. And some people follow like thousands of people, which is the major problem. Like when you're not, when you're following a bunch of stuff that you don't really care about, the like couple hundred accounts that you do care about, you're not going to see because Mm -hmm. you've thrown them into the pile with all this other stuff. Like, I see everything. I see every single post from every single person I follow on show of hands because I only follow like a hundred people. I only follow the makers from the previous show. Yeah. And so I see everything that they do. I see everything that everybody posts every time. And then I'll notice that there are a couple people that overlap that I follow on both show of hands and orange beautiful, but I follow like 650 people on orange beautiful and I will, and I won't see, I will never see that person's post on my Orange Beautiful account, but I'll see it on show of hands. Like, mm. I'll, and like days will go by and I'll be like, oh, it'll show up eventually. And then I'll never see it. 
So I know for a fact that there are things from people's accounts that like, if you're, if the people following you are following a ton of people, the likelihood they're going to see your post. That's why the stories are right. supposed to help is so that you keep popping up at the top of the feed. Yeah. You know what? I keep meaning to compare like, like Did when this you just look turn at... into a social media episode, <sighs> I guess so. I had other random thoughts <laughs> that I, I was going so. to, um, sneak into this episode somehow your political agenda Mm -mm. no i've just um we all know what our political agenda is we don't have to talk about it more (laughs) i just um so yesterday is my first day back from seattle yeah and usually i'm like a hit the ground running kind of person yeah and i couldn't do it you're like fuck all of you i couldn't well you got home and your studio was a mess and you were like nope I time Steve for had a vacation. Get me out of bed at like nine thirty because I didn't know. <laughs> You're lazy. I just slept. Um, Traveling's exhausting, though. Um, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it was a short flight, and but still, we Ubered home. And you stay somewhere else. <laughs> stay at someone else's house and are out of your comfort zone. It's hard to like get back into the. I just like swing of things. So, but like, you know, you tell yourself, I need this break to like clear my head and you think you're going to come back with all these great, yeah, you're going to be all inspired and energized and there was none of it. Um, yeah, (laughs) you're like, cool, I'm done. It's kind of a bummer. Um, yeah, but that, I mean, so I did, I forced myself to clean it's clean. Cleaning now. is a good way to reset though. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to like, cause then you, now you'll come here and then you can go back today and be like, Oh, my studio is clean. Yeah. I should get some work yeah, done. Yeah, I have to actually get to work. I made my yeah. to-do list like right before I went to bed instead of first thing. Cause if I had made my to-do list yesterday morning, I would yeah. have been like, I can't clean. I have to work on this list. Yeah. This is too much shit because like stuff was piling up. Yeah. While I was gone. Um, so now I, even though I like set two weeks um, for the ship times for things, now I'm I have less than a week left. Right. Well, yeah. To get it done. That's what happened with me in the applications, mm. where I was like, I'm gonna give myself two weeks because mm. then I can rework the floor plan, do a site visit, make sure that they're like figure out where new spaces can be, figure out where like different sponsor things are. And that, and like, you know, know what my final count is for how many booth spaces I have. <clears throat> and like, then I don't have to like cram it into one week and be like, oh my God, I'm in a panic. And how do I, but then I just kind of like this whole week was just like, I was sick for three days and oh, then right. I had a bunch of work, like stuff at my job job was crazy. So I was like doing a bunch of work from home while I was sick and so that, and then I like woke up today and I'm like, cool, it's Friday. Fuck. <laughs> Like I li- like you kind of blink and you're like, wasn't yeah. I going to get a ton of shit done this week? And now it's the weekend. So I, I'm sure that I will work all weekend. Oh, I have. Yeah. I have to work all weekend. And then hopefully I won't get too derailed next week. And cause the last thing I want, and I've only done this once before where like literally the night before I have to send everybody like application notifications, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it's midnight and I'm like in the office, like, 
needling it down to like, okay, this person or this person and this, do we have too many of this vendor? Do we Mm -hmm. have too much of this? Where's this going to go? What's the spacing on this? Should I, how many people are on the wait list? And then I wake up in the morning like, oh, did I panic? Did I do this too quickly? Should I have had more time? Because you can't really do much now. You're going to get a ton of apps on the last day. No, the application's closed. Oh, really? They closed last week. No, shit. You don't even know. I don't know what day it is. No, the application's closed on Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. And today's Friday? They've been closed for a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> That's okay. You don't need to know. You applied on the first day. So I did. You feel like it, you're like, get it on with. Get it on with. Come on. Make the show happen. I was so mad, too. We I had talked about how I was Yes, the that Mark person. and Steven beat you. God damn it. Whatever. He's on top of the shit. You were sleeping. Uh-uh. I was debating. You were thinking too to hard about what your bio was going to yeah. be. Well, you snooze, you lose. You don't get a prize for first application in. No, I know. Um, I just have had. The application time period needs to be shorter next time, though. That's That was my major lesson. How long was it? Four weeks. Mm, mm-hmm. It's too long. Too long. And yet still people were like, when are when are the applications open? I'm like, oh my God, they were open for a month. Mm-hmm. And then you email me the day after they close. And are like, are applications still open? No, they're not. <laughs> of course they're not. <laughs> I would think it's weird. Like there's still a bunch of holiday shows that apps have not opened for right. yet. And then there are a bunch of shows that closed months ago. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm always like, look, you just have to pay attention to what shows you want to be in and when their applications are. Make a spreadsheet. And also I mean, apply I don't have one on the it, first but... day, not the yeah. last day. The always, number of people yeah. that are like, oh, I put it in my, my Google calendar as the the day after. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like put it, when it says applications open on July 23rd or whatever it is, that's mm. the day you apply. Yeah. Why are you applying any other day than the first day? But then I know the answer is that people are like, I don't want you to hold my money forever. I'm like, well, that sounds like a person who thinks they're not getting in. Doesn't it? It, it does. And like, I'm hold, the whole point is that I'm is holding it, your money. Like you don't get into a show and, and then, and you then get, poof, you have $500 you thought you didn't have. <laughs> that's a good consolation. Well, that's the other thing is like, I like, the applications need to just be open for a short amount of time. And I need to just be like, look, the people who want to apply to this will apply during that time. And if you, if it doesn't mean enough to you Mm -hmm. to just like make a note of it, like you do everything else. That's how I feel too, because I do everything else with a deadline. Like you literally pay a phone bill by a date. You literally show up at your sister's wedding on a date. Like this is not a foreign concept to people. So it either means something to you or it doesn't. So when people like send me like two different people, are sent you still me... paying your phone bill like manually? What? You said you pay your phone bill on. No, I was just using that as an example. Okay. Well, yeah, like, but it's because my... we have all the shit automated. But no like, one does that anymore. There are things in your life that you still have to do. Like you still have to get up and like go to the grocery store. You still have to t- make yourself do that. So like. If you need to eat and you need to like take your kid to school, right? Like you aren't there. There are either things that don't matter and you miss the deadline 
or they do matter and they're really important to you and you don't miss the deadline. So like you can't both say this meant a lot to me. Please Mm -hmm. help me. And then also say, but I missed it. Right. True. Yeah. Because it's not like they were open for 24 hours and it was a surprise. It's not like I went poof. Guess what? Applications are open for the next 12 minutes and everybody that gets in is in. And that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. Like I literally have been telling everyone they've been open for months months they've also been open the same dates in advance of each show every year for the last four years so i also don't then i'm like cool good story i nope sorry i can't help you (laughs) you know what you should do next time (laughs) (laughs) not miss the application deadline it's true but then I, I also, like, it's just too long for, like, there was a whole period there in the middle where it was, like, there was a week there where it was just, like, a couple applications would come in a day. And I'm, like, this could all be compressed into That's a much how, so shorter amount I know of time. this is not the same thing, but we've been having the same conversations about how long my sales Oh, are. yeah. Totally. Um, And, like, originally they started out being real short, and then I started making everything at least a week long because I thought that it would be better to send an email at the start and finish and yes. that a week in between those emails was a was good amount good. of time. Yeah. Um, but last year's summer sale was like a week long and it was that right in the beginning, then trickling in the middle and then, and then boom at, at the, the end. end. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Right. Because Just I think I need it. to ma- wait a week between emails. Right. So this year we made it like four days long and I sent the email both times Yeah, and it worked out better. I'd almost even make it a day shorter. I feel like there needs to be a little more, there needs to be like a sense of urgency that is imparted upon the other people. Like Mm -hmm. you already feel urgent about it because it's your thing that you're doing. And I feel like with the applications, I'm like, I, I want the people who care about this to be in the show. Like, I don't want passive. Ra- I also feel like that's part of what the booth fee helps with, where it's like, this isn't a show that costs $50. You right. shouldn't be casually like, Oh man, I don't know. Maybe I'll apply. I don't know. Let me think about it. Oh, whoops. I missed the deadline. Like it should be something that you're like, this is part of my business plan. I'm doing this many shows. I'm doing these major shows in these months. I'm doing these smaller shows in these months. This is, my marketing plan. This is what kind of sales I hope to get. This is the product I was going to make for it. Like you should have some kind of idea of what you're doing. And if you don't, maybe you shouldn't be in the show or like, you're just not ready for it. And maybe if you're not ready for it, like these are things you should think about. Like yeah. these are th- like, instead of being so like, cause it seems really weird to me that people are so very casual with $500. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money to be super like, Oh, I don't know what happened. I missed the debt. Did you, or did you not care? Like, I like, then don't worry about it. Like yeah. it shouldn't be a big deal then. Like if you didn't care, then you didn't care. And I, and I don't care. There's, there's 270 people who did care and they got their application in just fine. And I don't know, like, I feel like if there was more, like, don't worry. Like, either don't worry about it or worry about it, right? Like, those are the options. I mean, so 
I think it was last hell. Yeah, it was for the last dose. I screwed up and I wrote down uh, the wrong date for yeah. the deadline. Because, yeah. And I wrote down the deadline because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it or not. Yeah. And then when I realized I had missed it, I was like, well, that makes right. my decision for me right you know did you email them and go can no. i still apply to I'm this like, oh, i screwed <laughs> that up the only like i didn't totally regret it until i realized it was the last one i'm like oh if i would have known it was the last one i would have tried harder i probably wouldn't have been so indecisive about it you i know? think there needs to, i think in general there i wish that there was just a little bit more of a sense of like you're not the only person in the whole world Mm. I think people behave in their businesses when they are self-employed, when they're individual self-owned companies. They have a tendency to behave like the world revolves around them and the world does not at all revolve around you, not in any way, shape or form. I wish there was a nicer way to respond to those sort of inquiries because I feel like I'm constantly being asked for things where it's like, you're not my only customer. Right. You're not. There's you really no, think that you're there's literally I'm just sitting around waiting for work, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that they, I don't think that but they But what think, do you say? No. <laughs> just no. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's true. I think, I think that, I mean, it happens every time we do applications. I'm, I'm getting myself stealth ready for the angry emails that I'm going to get next week. Just start drinking at 8 a.m. Because, I, like, I, and I get the emails and I think, what made you write this? Like, what made you, what didn't stop you? What didn't stop you from saying, oh, wait, everything's not about me. Like, you didn't think... I bet there's hundreds of people emailing her this. I bet mm-hmm. there's hundred. I bet there's hundreds of people who did apply. I bet there's hundreds of people who did pay this booth fee and don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. I bet there's hundreds of people that bought this necklace and it didn't break. Like I, like you. It's weird to me that people are so very self-centered mm-hmm. when the world and the internet has shown us that like you are you are literally nothing. Like you are a tiny little speck of nothingness in a world of billions of people who have actual problems. <laughs> I mean, is there any way like, but it almost your, has what do you write it? on your rejection email? Like, do you say like, if you have anything constructive to say, feel free to email me. Or, do I invite yeah. that? No, absolutely no. not. Okay. No, people give that shit to me without me asking for it. I don't. I wonder if no, if you did invite it, people would be like, "No, I'm not." Feel like that they didn't need to do it because you were open to it. Oh, I'm open to it, but I'm not inviting that shit. Okay. There's too many now. It's too many now. I can't. If I were like, "Hey, please send me your thoughts and feelings." That's a that's hundreds of people. I wonder though if like just like knowing that you've offered it will keep people from actually doing it. I don't want to risk Instead it. Instead of being <laughs> I know, right? I'm not risking it. I'm always wanting to do these little um experiments with uh, people's ha- behavior. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll you do it. Put the reply in my email. You everybody email Michelle Starbucks Designs. <laughs> she will field all your questions and inquiries. <laughs> about 
your feelings. Mm -hmm. No, I think, I mean, it's actually a really, it's been the last couple of years very enlightening to understand part of why Renegade is so detached. Like people criticize Renegade for being like, oh, you never see the owners. No one ever talks to me. No one ever comes around mm -hmm. the show. I've never met anybody that works there. Like whatever the casual stereotype yeah i mean i have and i have renegade right yeah but like if the general idea is like oh little shows care about you and big shows don't question mark right like if that's the generalization i get why that is i've also done little shows where i never met the person who ran oh, it yeah. and it ran well regardless right. of that and i think that there is a certain level of like and i've had this conversation with a lot of the show of hands vendors because sometimes the vendors I I tend to be friends with fucking everyone. Like, yeah. I'm like mm, like whether that's gonna bite me in the ass at some point, I don't know yet. Like it's been okay so far. Yeah. I've been I've been accused of nepotism. <sighs> right. I've been accused of you're just picking your friends. I mean it's a tough spot to be in. But like guess what? if you cared to do your research, you would realize that like four of the people in the show were my friends before the right, show right, happened. Right. Yeah. And like literally everyone else has become my friends because they were accepted into the show. Yes. So that's I know a that. weird, but criticism. that's also like, um, a tricky position for you to be in. But then also do I just start treating everybody like shit so that they're not my friends? You don't, I don't know. So <laughs> having, I could do that. Well, I'll try that. <laughs> having been in management positions. Um, well, right. It is a position like the, of like, you're the is. boss and how friendly are you with your employees? The first time I definitely made the mistake of being friends with people. And I learned that lesson to like keep distance. Yeah. Like be just aloof enough that they're like, she's, like friendly but doesn't want to hang out with I me i feel like i have i mean i think i've gotten suckered into like being real good friends with you a couple have of you guys yeah like some people but i don't i'm not seeking it out i'm not like like mark and steven didn't apply to the show and i'm like they're gonna be my best friends in the whole world in one year i'm gonna right. make it happen they're just really nice and i really like them as people so like i'm not i'm sorry i'm not gonna be like you know what normally I would like want to hang out with you and like have conversations about business and like do cool things and like ask to be next to you at a show. But because but I you're in my yeah. show, yeah. I'm going to not ever talk to you again. Right? Like I'm not going to do that. I'm still a human. I'm still a person. I didn't seem to have any problems. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to just tell you to fuck off. But I mean, there's only, I mean, I would say that there are, well, now I'm getting myself into trouble. I was going to say, there's only a handful of people that I'm really good friends with. That's not true. There's like mm -hmm. fucking 40 of you. Yeah. That I'm like, I love all of you. And I would like fucking people came to my wedding and shit. Right. Yeah. So like that just means, that just means Did I we don't already have discuss any, this? Like I don't have any other friends at your birthday party. <laughs> it was all show. There's a people. whole group of us that have all been sponsors too. It's because you're the best people. It's because I you need to pay me to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't know. But I mean, actually, this creepily falls into what we were going to talk about. 
with like community and mm. supporting each other. Yes. Yes. And there also, we go. And also because we were close to needing to push we were close the to button because that was button. show of show of hands talk. We. <laughs> I feel like it's a tricky place to be in, especially when you start talking about like things that sh- that are by nature competitive, like getting into a show. Mm-hmm. And then people, there are there are go to things that people will criticize about a show to excuse them from not getting in. Does, does that make sense? Like, like I, I feel like people can be very unjust with like, Oh, well I didn't get into that show and this is why. And, and no one will ever start number one. I'm not ready. No one will ever start number one. I didn't have enough product or my website wasn't ready or, Maybe I'm the I'm not the right fit. Like people do, most people don't start with. It might have something to do with me. They start with, oh well, that show only they only pick these kinds of people. They only take their friends. They only have the, like they only want people that are big companies that sell mm. lots of stuff. They only want little companies that sell little things. <laughs> they only yeah. want handmade stuff. They only want mass manufactured stuff. They only want stuff that's from Chicago. They only want stuff that's from Milwaukee. Like people will immediately jump outside of themselves yeah. and find something to be critical of about the show or the store they tried to get into or the job they tried to get. They won't, it's in our nature to not say, oh, well, it must have been me. Must have been, it must be my fault. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and guess what? It's neither of those things. It's neither your fault and it's neither the show's fault. It's like a bunch of fucking things in combination that equaled not this time. Like it's all, it's never. And like when people ask me about getting into the show, I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, it's not. Like, do you want me to list the 15 things? Like, we have this many spots. And, like, we have... There were so many jewelry people. And guess what? <laughs> there were, like, seven jewelry people who literally are all making the exact same I think, thing. Like, if if you are a jewelry designer and you're applying to shows, that that can always be your number one reason why you didn't get in. Like, it's just so it competitive. Be. But guess what? Guess who the angry people are every time? jewelry yep really because mm-hmm. that's funny because i kn- every time like um and i've said this before like anytime i apply to a new show i know that i have the hardest chance of getting yes. in yeah your odds the odds are against you yeah right and you also like can't i don't know but it seems it's interesting to me that like the the idea of like competitiveness and community and like supporting other makers and like supporting people in your industry. And like with, with relation to makers and doing shows, there's like one tier of community, which is like, we're all makers. Like we're all designers. We're all makers. We're all self-employed. And then there's like individual tiers underneath that, that are like you and all the jewelry makers, me and all the, graphic designers and mm-hmm. stationary people mm-hmm. mark and steven and all the candle people the people who own retail stores like ceramics those are all people little, yeah. are super close and right. i'm i i love seeing like how supportive the ceramics and communities so are interesting because like 
show of hands isn't like this, but I definitely have done lots of other shows that are like this where like people won't, people don't want to talk to you. People mm-hmm. don't want you in their booth. Like people see you, like I've been to shows where I will go into another card person's booth because I'm like, guess what? Really into cards. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there is a shopper and I have been told to get out of someone's booth. Oh my God. And there are actually sh- bigger shows like trade shows. It is like a, a Oh, a I just known, remembered another person. It's like I a wanna... known thing that you will be like, you should not, if you have a badge on that says you're a vendor, you do not go into other people's booths. Like you're not allowed in other people's booths. And if they ask you to leave, like you need to get the hell out of their booth. And it and the idea is that you're there to steal their shit. You're there to take pictures and Why steal their ideas. Why would you do ideas. that in person when you can do that on the internet? That is a very good question. Obviously, if you're there in person, here you are and then yeah. suddenly you have their designs on no. your website. You're not an idiot. That's people Okay, it is that thing of like someone might do that. Of but it feels more unlikely. Well, yeah. I mean, in trade shows are very different from like okay. small, like cash and carry shopping shows. Like trade shows are like, trade shows are legitimately, and this is not a stereotype. This is factual. They're like Japanese men in suits with cameras at New York now mm-hmm. who are, who have been flown there mm-hmm. from companies in Japan mm-hmm. to take pictures of other people's products and then go back to Japan and reproduce those products. Really, That is a, thing that happens and so that's why those people need to get press badges and you're told as a vendor to that no no one with a press badge is allowed to take a single picture without your verbal consent wow because those people are literally there they're trying to slip in under the radar and be like no i'm press I'm pr- no, no, no. Gift show, press show, magazines. I wonder if that's and you're sort like, of thing- um, you're stealing my shit. Don't you think, though, that um, because of social media and how we, like, find out when people do that and we, like, yeah. assault them uh, on the Internet, that that'll lessen? Like, you can't... I don't know. It hasn't. can't sneak... Well... It's only gotten worse, in my opinion. It's only gotten worse. Like, has it my, gotten worse, or we're just we're just now noticing it because we oh I don't know we're sharing the information. I don't know. I think that a lot of people go with the like, what is it? Ask per, like don't ask permission. Just like ask for forgiveness. Don't ask yes. permission first. This came up recently Why? because I think that people are like, well, if I don't get caught, then I've already, like I already made a bunch of money off this, and then I'll just stop making it when I get in trouble. Like, cause that's what usually happens. And most of these hmm. big companies that steal from people like urban outfitters and anthropology and target. So that's uh, one like, of our future topics. Oh, we got to stealing people's shit. Um, no, just, um, <laughs> how target, no sucks? working with those big companies oh, and right. like downfalls of that and stuff. Don't need we have a, um, a listener story. Oh, right. Yes. And I'm going to try to get some more to go with it yes. too. But I think those things are like, it's, it's hard to not be, to not like kind of teach yourself that you should be on guard and like be competitive, especially when it's specifically in your industry. Like it's one thing for me to be like, oh yeah, I totally have these friends from 
the show I did, one's a candle maker, one's a jewelry maker, one makes crocheted things, like, because those have no bearing on, like, my work. Sure. No one's, yeah. no one's stealing, the candle maker isn't stealing trade secrets from me, mm-hmm. right? But I think that, like, you were talking about the kind of the core group of jewelry designers in Chicago, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of them that are very close and they're yes. friends and that go to each other's studios. They work each other's booths at shows. They trade materials, secrets, and like go to the gem show and buy things for each other. Like, Oh yeah. It's like all a whole group of people yeah. went to the, Tucson like they all go show. together and like yeah. hang out and like, they're genuinely friends and they genuinely look to each other for support and like, I'm the same, like with printers and card makers and graphic designers, like there's a group of us that all like, I wish we were like, let's all hang out and go Mm -hmm. have a party and eat cake together. But we're not doing that. But like (laughs) email, you know, a group of people that you know that you could be like, oh, my God, I'm having this issue with blank. Like, Mm. I'm going to. I'm going to email Jen from Starshape Press. I bet she's dealt with this before. Maybe she has some insight and like know that she will email me back and be like, yes, this is what happened to me. Let me help you. Or I don't know anything about that, but what about this person? And there's never a sense of like, well, I'm not going to share that with you. That's my, like I, that's mine. I know that. I'm and sure like, there are, why would I help you? I mean, like, there are obviously groups me. of people that are like that. Yes. Um, so yeah, we were going to focus on not being competitive. Yeah. And I talking think it's about just, the people in our fields that we really love. I think it's cool when like there's there is a level of like I know at the show, like I ask I try to make sure that people aren't like right next to somebody that sells the same thing as them. Like there's a certain level of like being aware of like how shoppers see things sure. and how shoppers understand you know, like walking through and like, if there's three candle people right next to each other, that's why, why would you do that? That's not a good, that's not good merchandising. Like that's not smart to do that. Cause now the shoppers are going to be like, well, whose candles are what? And why? Like now I don't even know if I want to buy any candles or so many mm-hmm. candles here, but there's also the idea that also like, buy a candle from each person. <laughs> yeah. But you got, you got money, you got a paycheck, go buy four candles. But I think it's weird that, um, I think that I think it's gotten better. I feel like a few years ago I, I felt so. more like there was like there was more like shady like oh well I don't know that person and I don't talk to them and mm-hmm. I don't know you know and now it feels very I mean maybe I'm spoiled by how show of hands is and how I feel like somehow at every show I think because the majority of the people there are kind of like why would I not be friendly and why would I not want to introduce myself to my booth mate I think that's just kind of infectious and it makes the people who might normally not go out of their way to introduce themselves to people are kind of like, well, everybody else is introducing themselves. And I, you know, like I want to be a part of this. And Mm -hmm. I think it, so many people after the show, like we'll do collaborative things together. And I'm like, you guys weren't even next to each other at the show. How did you even meet each other? Oh, you were just walking around shopping and you started having a conversation. Like, that's my, that's literally my favorite. Yeah. Thing. If you want to kiss Emily's ass. If you ass, want to kiss my ass, do a collaborative project with another show of hands. Vendor. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That'd be if the you ultimate like, way to do it. Make me really, really happy. <laughs> like whenever there's just like, like Jenny doing the label. Three, yeah, yeah. Three letter birds doing the label designs for Edgewater candles makes me want to cry. Like every time I think about it, I'm like, 
I love them so much. <laughs> Those are my babies. <laughs> Make more things together. Um, I feel like we could also tie... We wrote down a while ago we wanted to talk about maker shaming. And oh, like... yeah. Just... It's, it's an ugly thing that I see all the time. You know that, oh, they don't really make this you know like or yeah. oh they're just doing this or right they're only like like so for example Michelle and I both have certainly been maker shamed mm-hmm. I get maker shamed because um I'm only designing the cards they're, then she has a printer print them like oh I'm sorry was I supposed to hand draw a thousand cards and score and fold them and put them in the basement Mm -hmm. and wait for them to sell. They would be $27 a piece. Yeah. Um, also like, yeah, that's fine. There are people, Amber favorite hand pull, like prints on a letterpress, all of her cards Mm -hmm. that, that's, That's what, what she, she chose. Doing. That's that is, yeah. she is a letterpress yeah. printer. I am not right. I am a designer. Like the fact that she's doing quote unquote more than I am. Doesn't mean that like I'm let, I'm less of a business or I'm, le- I'm worth less or my product is worth less. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, there's a lot of weird, like, I think a lot of things have those levels of, like kind of just misunderstanding the process of something and like kind of what the point of something is like Julie from long dog dandy Mm, has this a lot where people like the thing you want about her ceramics, her mugs are the illustration and the funny words on it and like her point of view and her designs. And like, she's just, using mugs as a way to facilitate that design into a product. Yeah. And then people like, they'll look at it and they'll be like, Oh, this is so cute. And they're like, Oh, do you make these? You don't make these yourself. And she's like, fuck no, of course I don't. They'd be $60 if I made them myself. Yeah. Like, don't be ridiculous. But, and it's, so it's like, even when you put Christy Yahi next to long dog dandy, like, do you not see the difference? Like, do you not see that Julie's mugs are $20 mm-hmm. and their purpose is this? They mm-hmm. have this design on them. They're this illustration. It You're not supposed to be going, oh, this is a handmade mug. It's been thrown and glazed and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's that. And then Christie's mugs are $38, $45. Which and is still a which bargain is in my cheap. world. And, like, they <laughs> have a completely different aesthetic aesthetic they have a totally Mm -hmm. different point of view they are a different product but the concern there is that consumers go that's a mug that's a mug and and explain getting them to be okay with like this is one kind of mug Mm -hmm. and this is a different kind of mug is and there are like people who can do I don't just going to keep using ceramics as an example. Yeah. Um, there's a ceramic artist that we had her, um, like her art ceramics in the gallery at little street. Yeah. Um, but, uh, something else she did on the side was, um, a business that was like decal transfers onto pre-made, pre-made mugs. Things. Yeah. And she only took that business to renegade yeah. every year. And she would, I think that she actually used Ikea dishes for everything. Oh yeah. This was year like yeah. years ago where like that was more the norm yeah. at Renegade. Um, 
And she would make enough money just doing a couple renegades a year to pay her studio rent for the whole year. Yeah. So that she could make her other work. Yeah. So, and it's weird too, because like you can do both. It's weird when (laughs) you think about, I don't know why people don't get that. Like art originally, like when you think of art hundreds and hundreds of years ago, like you would make a painting And then if you needed to make money from that painting, you can't sell that painting hundreds of thousands of times. You can just, you have to sell that painting once. That's why that painting is worth so much more money. And then you would make prints of Mm -hmm. that painting because you're selling the image. And if you want the actual painting, you're going to pay more. Like that's literally the whole point. It's the same as like photographers will do like, this is the developed print that I did in my dark room and it is full scale and it's framed and it's the original thing. And then here's a bunch of prints that have been printed in a cheaper fashion on different paper and they're in a cello sleeve and they cost $40. Or like with printmakers, um, they're numbered. Right. Like, you know, like if there are only 20 of these prints and what number in there you got versus if there are a thousand of them. And you got 9.99 instead of two. Right. Like that makes that adds and takes away value. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird, it's a weird thing because we're super sensitive as quote unquote makers about people who show up and don't do shit with the product that they're selling. Like they literally are buying it off of a wholesale website and, and like kind of not telling you that they didn't make it, but also not telling you that they did make it. Like that's a thing. I think that it, that is a thing. Yeah. Um, but it's put us in this mode where we're going around yeah, and being, going, did you make that? Yeah. How much of it did you make? How yeah. tell me, explain to me. Yeah. Like instead of it being like, I want to learn more about your process and, and, be excited about how you do things. You you've come to people with this judgment of like, Oh, well you do like people. And it's usually out of ignorance. And I don't mean that like you're stupid. I mean like it's literally lack of mm-hmm. knowledge. Like most of the shoppers that come to show of hands have a limited knowledge of what it is to own a kiln and make a mug from a slab of clay. Like they don't. And part of why they're there is because they want to know more about mm-hmm. it. So I think our job as makers is to be as clear as possible about like why we make what we make and what elements do we literally touch with our hand and what elements are we like, my stuff is very clear about like, I have certain designs that I use typefaces. I have certain designs where I hand draw and, and a lot of the maker shaming shit has affected me changing Mm -hmm. my design aesthetic to be more of my own original typography. And like, I almost never use fonts anymore Sure. because I've been made to feel like that makes me less of a designer if I use typefaces. Yeah. I mean, I would never use, which is literally like saying Michelle, is less of a design of a jewelry maker because she's using chain that somebody else already made. Oh, right. Like that's, yeah. it's literally oh the same thing. Well, but sometimes I see other jewelry designers that I think like are big who yeah. like are making all of their ear hooks. And I think I would go insane if I had to make my ear hooks. Yeah. I would be like, no, crazy. I'm done. <laughs> but I think there's just something to be like, 
Yeah, the whole, I mean, it's maker shaming coming from shoppers, but it's mostly maker shaming coming from other makers. It is, yeah. And yeah, so I guess our point is stop maker shaming. Stop shaming in general. Yes. Live your fucking life. Yeah. Like, what's the point of shaming someone Although, about like, anything? Except what is the for, point? I feel like you love saying shame, shame on, on you. you. <laughs> I think the last episode you said it, I'm like... There's a difference between shaming someone yeah. for the the way that their business is and shaming someone for like. Now I'm trying to remember what you said it in reference to. Like they specifically instead remember of shaming it. someone for not reading the application page where it says don't apply with a Facebook page as your website and then you apply with a Facebook page as your website. Like that yeah. that's a shame on you. That's not me judging yeah. who you are as a person. That's me telling you to read something that you agreed to that you are asking to be a part of and then not reading it and then being mad that you didn't get in to a show when you didn't follow the rules. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't read something that was very basic and then it's my fault. Like that, that's a shame on you moment. I'm not telling you like you have a right to not have a real website. Like, no, that this is rules to a business. Like we're running a business and there are parameters that allow you to be in the show or not be in the show. Like, just like Enterprise Rent-A-Car has been turned down from being in my show three times. Oh, my God. You what? also don't get to be in my show because you didn't read the application thoroughly. What? Why? Uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Car wants to really bad be in show of hands. Really? For sure. And every t And they are so confused when I'm like, we're good. Thank you. Please stop contacting me. And they're like, no, 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 we just want a booth and we'll, and like, we won't bother anybody. I'm like, no, you no, can't no, take it's, a it's literally the name Enterprise Rent-A-Car in my show is insulting. Please leave. Please. And they're like, we'd pay you. And I'm like, of course you'd pay me, but no, I'm not taking your money. Like, no, absolutely not. You're taking you away take them as a sponsor no, without a that's booth. That's what they want. That's oh, what they want. But without a booth. Well, no, they want a booth. No and they've booth. never asked. No, I wouldn't. Because what does that have like, to do with anything? Uh, because um, we all rent cars for events and shit. For doing if events. If they made it, if they if they agreed to do something that benefited the vendors, then yeah. I would do it. I mean, we that's where we rent from for doing shows. If they did a sponsorship where they... The one on Western yeah. and Montrose. Then yes, I would do it. Is where we rent from. But I would never have them be at the show. Right. No. But they could put like a coupon in the vendor bags or something. Yes. Yeah. If they did something where it would benefit the vendors, I would probably think about it. Um. Although I am still mad at them for closing down their car the share. The go thing. thing. Yeah. Like I've seen the car to goes a couple times now. Yeah. I, I, I saw mean, a we smart car. We didn't do it at all because we're. And I saw like a, a Mercedes. Oh, there was really? like a Mercedes in. We Shit. were in Wicker Park and there was like this fancy ass Mercedes and it had a car to go logo on the side of it. And I'm like. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I renting a Mercedes? <laughs> That's hilarious considering the enterprise shut down their car share because of because uh, crime. Yes. Is what they And said. then here put this fancy like drug dealer car on the side. I mean, it was like pimped out and silver and like chromed. And I'm like, what is this car? But then the other one I saw was a smart car. Yeah, I've seen a lot of smart cars. Now, Which I thought was genius. I was like, oh, I'd pop in that. I'd like grab a smart car and just like zip around and then park it somewhere. So I haven't looked it up to see if it's the same program as the one they have in Seattle. But they have one that's, I think it's just smart cars. Yeah. 
and you can leave them you wherever. leave them anywhere yeah. yeah isn't that what car to go is maybe i don't these were like in random parking spaces okay so maybe it's the so same i think thing. it's the same idea i wasn't sure once i saw cars that weren't smart cars if, i feel like the only way that can work is a if they're smart cars because where mm-hmm. how else are you gonna park yeah. them anywhere yeah like that's too many extra cars sitting around uh-huh. and it would have to just it's the same way that divvy kind of didn't work for a while like it has to get to a point where oh, there's yeah. enough usage mm-hmm. that it makes sense because if there's only 15 of these cars roaming around well how am i, I ever supposed most to get downtown one? right so i think if it got to a point where it was a little more ubiquitous and they were everywhere mm-hmm. not everywhere but like you know and it's also like avoiding the whole like the thing that that bike company wanted to do where like you just got to leave the bike wherever like, did you hear Wherever? about that? Like, literally, there's no, like, there's no divvy stand. There's just, like, you just leave it on the street. What? <laughs> and it has, like, a wheel lock. So it's just... Those would all get they stolen. They would all... Well, of course, they'd get stolen. And also, there would just be, like, piles of bikes everywhere. Okay, wait. No. We're talking about <laughs> bike rentals. No! Oh, D doesn't like it. D was like, I was sleeping, and <laughs> you, you guys are loud. <laughs> um... Um, but yes, see that, that came in handy. Stop oh the ma- stop the maker shaming. That's what we were saying. Right. So we're going to do the opposite of maker shaming. Well, so we obviously like we like to support other makers, and we both buy a ton of shit from other people. We both actually wish that we had more money so that we oh could buy God. more things from independent makers. I wish that I had uh, occasions to buy other people's jewelry. Because I need to be like, I have 14 events to go to this week. I need different earrings for every event. Well, like, the only times I really go anywhere are for me selling at my events. Right, and then you and can't I have be wearing to wear my own else's. shit. Yeah. I'm never what a terrible going life you lead. anywhere. And I don't really want to go anywhere. I just want... There's so much stuff I'd like. And I know. I it's like, like, how do too. I justify spending the money on something that I know. And that's the thing. I wish I have that nowhere to wear. I want to be a person that has expendable income. Have you ever heard of that? It's like income heard tell. that you have that's more than what you need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that. I would love to have that. I mean, I actually, to the point, like it's now to the point where I like save money leading up to each show of hands. Like I don't, I specifically, I, I do a treat yourself, won't sort buy of things thing. yeah. where I'm like, I want to have a shit ton of money to spend at show of hands because I don't want to get there and be miserable the whole weekend because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have any money right now, but I want to buy all these things. Right. And so I always specifically just like hoard money away, like in the weeks leading up to the show. And I tend to do a little like pre-shopping where I'm like, I'm definitely getting this from this person. Definitely trying on that dress from Wolfka. Definitely putting those earrings from this person. Like, but you can still get cards and shit, even though you make cards because it's like, you know, $5. Yes, absolutely. Whereas I have a hard time justifying yeah, buying a buying, $60 pair of earrings that I love. Right. And you wish you could wear no, when you, right. yeah, but then you're not really wearing them. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe you just need to start buying like other things. Like you've done that before where you said that you'll buy like rings from people because yes. you don't really make rings yes. that much. <clears throat> Maybe you need to start buying things that you wear 
with your jewelry. Like earrings you can't do. But like if you bought a necklace, there's no reason why you couldn't wear someone's necklace with your necklace. At an event? Yeah. Aren't they going to ask me where that is? <coughs> and then you'll tell them. You'll be like, minimum, maxima. Hmm. Isn't it fucking well, amazing? Well, I've been in this habit, this is so dorky of me, of I wear um, a 24-inch length and a 30-inch length necklace Yeah. so that when people are asking about the length, yeah, go, you can be like, this is a 24-inch and this is 30-inch. This is where this hits your boobs. people always go, thank you, that's boobs. so helpful. So now I have to do it every time. Just make Steve wear two nails. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's my here husband. You can see where they oh fall on his cleavage. Why haven't I made him wear jewelry? <laughs> gotta make him wear jewelry. Oh my God. You gotta make him wear jewelry. Unisex jewelry is in. Um, It is Oh, is that in. why people keep asking me it if is in. I have men's jewelry because Steve's at the shows with me? No, I think they're asking because that's a thing now. It's very pop. It's very trendy right now is men's jewelry i would love to necklaces earrings bracelets it out your elder necklace has been bought by men at my yeah, store sure. multiple times no i know and like i'm that's fine but when they ask um for like specific men's things you're like all of this is i don't men's. know you should be like i believe in gender fluidity <laughs> oh yeah this is all gender neutral just be like i don't see gender or color or People who say that, and then they'll just always, be like, oh. "It's always actually the opposite." Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you if you believe that, don't say it don't out loud. Make too much of an don't effort. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> um, um, the 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 men that have bought your jewelry at Orange Beautiful were people who didn't like. They literally were like, "I love this necklace," and they put it on, and they look at themselves in the mirror, and they're like, "Yeah, this is amazing. I'm buying it." Like there was no like. Is this for, am I allowed to wear this? Is this for me? Like sure. they literally were just like, this is gorgeous and I love it. And they were like, oh, this is the right length and it's great. I sold a pair of it. the new threader earrings to a dude at nice. the last event. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. If you That's have pierced cool. ears, you want cool earrings. He had just gotten his ear pierced oh, too. Oh, sweet baby. Yeah. Was he a teenager? He might have been. <laughs> oh my God. I love him so much. Yeah. It was cute. Oh, now I'm going to be everywhere looking for some cool guy wearing Michelle's threader yeah. earrings. He couldn't. Uh, it was just cute because he couldn't take his out yet. Oh, yeah. yeah so he, he couldn't. He had to like hold up. them up. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, you know, doing all of his first earring shopping. That's exciting. I remember when I got my second piercing and I was like, I'm buying all the studs. <laughs> I'm going to buy like 14 pairs of studs because now I have two holes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I how i got out of the habit of wearing earrings probably when i stopped working probably when you started being a jewelry designer yeah it's kind of like me and how i like it's real hard for me to send cards now oh, <laughs> like i'm never sending Who cards to people to? and then whenever i say it i'm like yeah i should just send that person a card i have thousands of them in my basement <laughs> Someone like, else was saying that they never do the thing that, that they make that they're supposed to be doing and i'm like i hardly ever remember to wear jewelry yeah i don't have any on now yeah oops but, but i used to i used to wear tons, of, tons jewelry, of jewelry like too much jewelry maybe you'll I, just become i that, do love it i think you're gonna become that older lady at the shows that's like 50 and still doing shows and you're wearing like 14 necklaces that would be okay with me and you have <laughs> giant glasses yes um we okay so i did mention we were just and in Seattle. And purple hair. 
We were going um, through Pike's Place Market. Yeah. No, Pike's Market, whatever it's yeah. called. Um, and Monica will correct you. Yeah. Like, how did I just <laughs> screw that up? Is that what it's called? That sounds right. Pike's Place sounds right. Does it? Yeah. It all of a sudden sounded wrong to me. It sounded like a monopoly. People will know what you're talking about. Is it called Pike's Place? Yeah, Pike's Place Market. Okay, there. So we're walking through and um, going down these stairs, like in the back of shit, like where things are not we're anymore. Not supposed to be. <laughs> and there's a dude at the bottom of the stairs with a little card table covered in jewelry. And as we're coming down the <laughs> stairs, I'm like, Steve, is that my future? <laughs> I hope so. And then, after we pass by, I'm like, hey, no booth fees, right? <laughs> Low overhead. <laughs> People were shopping. Right? Of course they were. Yeah. But um, that is like the scary reality of doing this. You should just try this. to do that once. Yeah. You should just literally go down to the loop one day mm -hmm. and just like, but make sure you haven't showered in a while <laughs> and wear like all brown. That's most days. Well, yeah. Only so with wearing black. Right. Yeah. So just like wear some like not great clothes. And, but then, and wear tons of your own jewelry, have like seven bracelets on mm. and like a bunch mm -hmm. of necklaces, like, like you had to put them on I to carry probably them make all. a few hundred dollars. And then just like put yeah. a little table up and just have it be like all necklaces, $35. Like just make it some specific, mm -hmm. I bet you would make a killing. Yeah. <laughs> or hire like some like random dude on the sidewalk and have him sell it. And you'd make even more money. We could have a like, competition. Where did you get? Yeah, you could do like a sociological yeah. study and be like, he. I bet he would make twice as much money as you. Yeah. Because people would be like, "What's the deal with this guy? What's yeah. his story? Did he make the? Where did he get this from? Yeah. These I are like great. That. How did he find this? It's thirty dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll buy that. I think that you have a new business model to work on. <laughs> Street peddler. I mean, I've always wanted to get a jacket that had the jewelry on the inside that you open up. <laughs> I've been talking about it for years. Oh my God, please do At that. At some point. I think you have to do that A now. trench coat. Do that for show of hands. Just don't have a boot. Just stand in your eight foot by six foot space with your sign, your banner sign and you with your coat. And that's mm -hmm. it. The whole show. Also, don't talk. Just I'm fine with that. Just let people point at what things, if, and they just have price tags taped to them. You know how, like, you and can, there's a bucket for the money. You can make a hair appointment where that's like no talking. What? Yeah, like at some salons they have like no talking. Wait, so the, the salon won't the stylist uh -huh. doesn't talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought about doing it. <laughs> I like it. That's like what that's if there's kind of a like no talking show? That's like ahead of time. The person being like, "Listen, I'm an asshole. And, I just want quiet, time. and I don't want to fucking talk to you." Yeah, that's so hilarious. Can't you just like give the person cues to like not like you don't want to talk? Like, is that a thing? Isn't I that think thing? that's too awkward. If it's pre-established, you just go in, you get your haircut. I mean, I guess I understand that. I have a hard time understanding that because I'm. I'm not, I'm obviously not as introverted as you. So I don't really, get, I'm like, isn't part of the point of getting your haircut that like you get to go out in public and like have a conversation with a human? I don't know. I considered <laughs> it after the girl who was cutting my hair for like forever. I think left. that's so funny that that's a thing. It is a thing. 
That's adorable. You should go see D at Twisted Scissors. Well, I have my sister-in-law's oh, right. been doing it. So she won't good. talk to you. I'll just tell her. Be like, my friend's gonna come in. <laughs> She's a real bitch. She don't want to talk to you. <laughs> just don't <laughs> Don't talk to her. And then she'll be like, oh, the one that you do the podcast with? I'm like, yes. She doesn't like talking. And then she'll say, oh, I get that. Yeah. She'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Got it. I'll mark I'll mark her on this form. Not non-talker. <laughs> Does not want you to talk to her. We'll tip more if you don't talk to her. <laughs> That's funny. Some people appreciate No, I get it. Talk. I totally get it. I will say that I had... A massage once where the person talked to me oh, and I was no, like, why are you good. talking to me? Like having a conversation more than like, yeah. is this okay? Yep. yep. Is this like okay? being like, how was your day? I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Do your job. Hmm. <laughs> and I just, and I was like, I kind of want to just fall asleep. Like, can I just pretend? And then at one point I was like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm asleep. <laughs> and then they stopped talking to me. <laughs> there you, you get it. No, I get it. But that's different. Having your haircut and having a massage is different. Mm. All right. I think you should get the non-talking, non-talking hair. Well, I don't need it now That's since funny. I have Emily, not you, Emily, not me. Other, Emily. Other Emily. Too many Emilys. I have way too, too many, many Emilys. Um, are we doing shout-outs now? Yeah, they're like shout. I don't know. Like we're the. I guess the point of this is yes, shouting out, but also um, <laughs> encouraging other people to. Um, do the same, you know, in their lives, like be. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I think you can list a million negative things that would come from you, like holding every, keeping all your cards real close and like not mm-hmm. sharing it, not like spreading the word about like, Hey, you know, I make this cool stuff. There are a bunch of people that make cool stuff like I do. And like, mm-hmm. you should go, you don't have to go around being like, you know what? There's some great jewelry designers that are making better jewelry than I'm making. Like, that's not what we're saying. We're saying like, encourage the people in your life and your friends and other makers and uh, the shoppers at the show. Like if you're in- excited about the other people at the show, like I can't tell you how many times, like even at the Chicago artisan market, I bought that vest from Kate. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I sold like three more of those for her. Cause I was just walking around and people were like, did you just buy that? Did you buy that over there at that booth over there? And I'm like, yes, you should buy one. They're amazing. I have a bunch of stuff from her. This t-shirt I'm wearing is from her. You should go buy it. And they'd be like, Oh, it looks great on you. I, maybe I'll go try it on. I'm like, yeah, go try it on. Or like something that's um, always comes in handy for me. Uh, like at a show, if someone asks, like, do you have silver jewelry? I'll always kind of have in yes. mind someone else who does. Yes, I have the same with card stuff. There, yeah, because um, people will ask if my yeah. stuff is letterpress printed, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, some of the things are, some of them aren't. If you want some like really good, or if I don't have a ton of, like at the spring show, I didn't have a ton of Mother's Day cards, and I had sold out of a couple, and I'm like. There are like three other card vendors here. Like you should go check out three letter birds, go check out a favorite design, go to La Familia green. Like mm-hmm. I know I have those in my brain as like, these are like, if you like cards, because I'm a person that likes cards, I'm not just going, well today I have $12 to spend just on greeting cards. Like I'm going and buying the things that I like that mm-hmm. speak to me that are gifts for somebody or that I want to take home. I'm not suddenly like not buying something from orange beautiful because I already bought something from a favorite. So I feel like other people probably are the same way. And like, why would I assume otherwise? I want to assume positive things about people. 
So I'm usually, and I'm the first thing that people see when they come in the show. Like I'm the first cards that are there and the card people that get excited to be like, Oh my God, there's cards here. I'm like, okay, check out these people. Like these are the other card people that you, cause there's only, you know, maybe four or five other card people in the whole show. Mm-hmm. And then they get real excited. And then I come see them come back with bags from all of them. I'm like, yeah, buy from all the card people. I want all of us to be millionaires. I, yes. I want to, I want to live in a world where all of the show of hands vendors are like making a living at what they're doing. None of them have to have another full-time job. None of them are worried about paying for a vacation or paying their for, booth fee or insurance or health insurance or getting a car that can schlep their stuff. I want to live in a world where all of us are financially fucking stable. I would like to live in a world where we're not all constantly joking about how much we neglect ourselves and yeah. our yeah. lives and how all of our plants are dying and, and how we, we forget to and eat. And like, oh, someday we'll do this. And someday, yeah. ha, 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 when I make yeah. this much money, I'll do this. We all do it. I'll do I it. I do it. Absolutely. But I, I'm, I think I actually am going to work harder. Like, I did, I guess, a good job at that yesterday. Like... <laughs> considering yeah i cleaned and then at one point i said fuck it and i walked to the farmer's market yeah because i had bake i mean i got i was sick this week and it was very clearly all due to stress like there was no other there was no other reason why i was sick like it was stress had built up in my shoulders and my neck to the point where i made myself ill Mm mm-hmm and was sick for three days. And I was like, this is my fault. Like, I don't have a plan for relieving my own stress. I don't have an active, like, take care of myself thing that I treat Mm -hmm. with the same importance as doing quote unquote work. Like, I don't, and if I keep doing, and guess what? I'm fucking old now. Like, I'm older now. When I was 28, who cares? Uh, go out and drink and then don't sleep and like work till your hands hurt and Mm. then pass out and like I'm sure you'll be fine but guess what now I'm 40 and when I get stressed out like I found a fucking baby dead squirrel or a squirrel a baby squirrel outside D found him and he had fallen out of the nest and because I'm an idiot I tried to save him i tried I, I went on the internet i like wrapped him in a oh, little towel dead? no he was like breathing he was like breathing and trying and i was like if i can get him back to his mom somehow he'll be fine so i like literally stressed myself out like trying to figure out how to take care of this little baby squirrel is and there a squirrel rescue <laughs> no and he i mean he was there like, might be i looked up mouse rescues when we had the mice problem well, I looked because it up i wanted and it to said, take him somewhere it basically said if you find a squirrel that is so brand new that it's pink i've never seen like one it's a pink, little pink really? baby yes it was a little pink baby like I've it had just one. been born like days before oh my god and it had clearly fu- it was literally under the tree outside of Why our house his mom come get him and it Does said not want him anymore well no it said don't worry about touching them that's okay. a myth okay. like touching an animal and their mother rejecting it is a myth oh. that's not real oh and so it basically was like you know if you keep it warm like make sure you keep it warm mm-hmm. and put it if you can't put it 
underneath the tree because you're worried that like other animals or yeah. a person or something will hurt it or mm-hmm. not see it. Mm-hmm. Then put it in a box and like try to put it up in the tree or nail it to the tree. Okay. So that only the squirrel mama could mm-hmm. get to it. So I did all of that. There was actually a branch up that I could reach that I tucked an envelope box and I put a little washcloth and a towel in there and I covered him with leaves and I tried to make sure he had a place to like burrow and stay warm. Uh-huh. And I put him in the thing and they were like, leave him for at least four hours so that the mama has a chance to come and find him. And I was like, I'm not going to stress out about this. What will be, will be. If I saved him, great. If I didn't, I'm not going to, it's not my fault. Right? Like I, tr- I had to like talk myself yeah. into this state of like, don't be stressed about it. But it obvious. I mean, it still obviously was on my mind and uh-huh. I kept thinking, and like Josh was like, don't get upset about it. Like, stop being, you know, and I was like, I'm fine. It's great. I'm okay. It's okay. And so then, and he was like, don't check on the squirrel. Like, just don't worry about it. Like if you've, if the mom saved him, he saved him. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, well, we have to get our washcloth back eventually. You want your washcloth well, no, whatever. back? I was like making up excuses That's- to like, you know? Please tell me you threw the washcloth away. So, well, he wasn't dirty. He's just a little squirrel baby. Ugh. You're funny. But I, so I went and checked on it again and he had died in the, in the box. Let's have a moment of silence for the squirrel. But then I was like, I can't let like that shit will like take me out of everything. Like it'll turn my day upside down. Yeah. And so I was like trying very hard to be like, it's a baby squirrel. It's fucking nature. Like you did what you could. You could have just left him on the curb and gone off with your business. Like everybody else that saw him did. Mm-hmm. Like you tried, you can't save everything in the world. And like, I know that that was like the trigger for like my weekend where like that happened and it festered inside of me. And Ugh. then I had tons of shit with show of hands and tons of shit with orange beautiful and tons of shit at work. And then it just, grew inside of my brain and was like now you're gonna have a migraine and be sick and not be able to eat for three days and i was like there has to be a way to like not let it get to that point like that's that's a stupid way of like i can't have dumb things like oh i found a baby squirrel and now i'm sick for three days like that's silly yeah and i can't let things like mount up into piles and then be like well i guess my body is forcing me to take a break when i could have just taken a like voluntary break yeah i don't and not like, been sick obviously meditation is big these days for yeah um, i think i just need to have some sort of scheduled yeah. thing like i i can't say i could i think when you're it. not feeling when you feel sick it's easy to be like oh well, i'm gonna take care of myself now and it's like well if you just did that when you weren't when you were feeling good no i know yeah then you wouldn't get sick and i think that i just I'm, I have a child brain where I don't, I'm like, nope, it's fine. Work, work, work. (laughs) Keep working. Don't stop working. Now you're behind. Instead, I could just be like, you know what? I'm a fucking grown woman. I'm taking a goddamn one hour bath. Mm -hmm. Like every day if I want to. I could do it every day. I I need to do that like intermittently, like throughout the year instead of like waiting until I take. Until you're exhausted. Yeah. Well, until I like you know, injure myself. Yes. And then take a week. But I think we're taught that like, that's lazy or that's you not working hard or that's you being like indulgent or thinking you're special or something. It's like, well, if you're not getting any work done, then 
you're kind of wasting everybody's time. Like mm-hmm. that, how that's a business decision. It's a business decision to like go to the spa. Sorry. That sounds stupid, but it's true. I know because like if you are the only person working for your company or you're the boss, then guess what? The company has to shut down while you have a migraine for a day. That's stupid. That's, that's bad business. So I have to, I just have to figure out a way of like putting it on my to-do list the same way that I put everything else on my to-do well, list. Right. Like I would never like just take a day off, but I did just take six days off and nothing fell apart. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And who knows, like, even though you can't be like definitively, well, this, that six days off helped me do this. Like you now, you now are refueled I did, for I slept the next really month, well. probably. I'll say that Right. Much, and so who knows if good. you hadn't taken that trip. Yeah. Like maybe next week, like you'd injure your foot or like have mm-hmm. a backache again or like have terrible stomach pain, you know, like who yeah. knows? Like maybe you would be sick or too tired. So it's like, it's hard to remember to like just be stop being so negative. Everybody's so hard on themselves and hard yeah. on other people. And it's easy to do right now because everybody's a piece of shit. Like the world that we have to look at is like everybody being terrible <clears throat> and they all get rewarded for it somehow. It's like, well, maybe I'm also, maybe I'm also terrible. <laughs> nope. Just those people. <laughs> those people are terrible, <laughs> but they sleep well at night. Donald Trump doesn't have a migraine for three days. Oh, I wish he did. Dumb pumpkin head. Pumpkin. <laughs> Anything that's orange. So sad that orange is oh, now a yeah. terrible color. It makes me feel very sad. What if you did, like, on a specific day, somehow relating <laughs> to his presidency, um, change the color of your business, like, change it to something else for one day and say a percentage of the sales go to, like, Emily's List or um, oh <clears throat> the DNC? Awesome. I do want to do some prints and stuff that are... Because I've debated about, I have lots of ideas for things, but I'm always like, do I want to go there? Do I want to make people angry? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of (laughs) do. Like those people? Yeah, I want to make you angry. Because you're, anybody that supports him is, by, you know, like, by comparison, you, you're a terrible person too. Mm -hmm. Like you're condoning a terrible person, so... I agree. I always hear people say like there are decent people who voted for him and it's like, I don't know. Mm, I I mean, I know people who voted for them, voted for him. And uh, if they're decent, if they are truly decent, then they are truly ignorant. Yeah. That's the only possibility for a truly decent person to have voted for him. That means that they have no idea what they voted for. I think some people got brainwashed into it. Absolutely. And I think people are so terrified of non-white people that they're like, well, the alternative, I'm not doing that. I'm definitely not doing, I'm not supporting all these brown folk over here. So I'm definitely going to just go with this white guy, even though he's kind of like Hitler. Yeah. Like, cause it's it's one or the other and I'm going to go with what I know. Yeah. Also people really hated Hillary. Right. I mean, and that's, 
Yeah, yeah that I didn't bit us know. In the ass. I had no idea. You didn't. Um, she's kind of an asshole. Not you know during that? the primaries. Oh. I didn't realize that people hated her. Oh. I was so excited. That's why you were so one of the excited. people that when people were like, mm, he might win. You were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. It's like, no, that's actually pretty possible. Well, and that's not, I mean, like it was one thing that they hated her as a person. It's also <laughs> we're talking about politics. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a, a bit too. No. Oh my um, God. But let me just finish my thought. Yeah. It's also that, I mean, there are people who literally, as insane as it seems to us to say, there is a huge part of our country, including women, who are, like, not having it with a woman being president. Right. The same Ooh, way that they we were, can like... tie this in. The same way that they did not want a black person, even a person who is half black, <laughs> to be president. Like, they want... They're same old, same old, safe. Like this. This is what I know. Yes. And this is what I doesn't. I wouldn't quote unquote, terrify say it's a me. Safe decision. That's what they think. Incredibly it's dangerous they don't, it's, decision. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's ignorance. Yeah. Is because you don't even understand what you. No, you're right. Let happen. Like you don't. You just saw this one teeny part of it that scared you, and you were like, "I'm going the other direction. I don't even care what this asshole over here is doing." I'm just, I'm just going that way. Cause that's the only thing I know. I know old white men. I know that that's comfortable. Ugh. Um, we can tie this in. Do it. Part of the reason, do it. <laughs> part of the reason she lost is because women hate women. And yes. we're going to do the opposite of that right now. Booyah. However, if that woman happens to be someone horrible, like any of the women in the Trump administration, Ugh. you can hate them. Well, see, that's the thing. That's what people don't get is like, this is the issue with racism. This is the issue with sexism. This is the issue with classism. Like when it comes down to it, a shitty person is just a shitty person. Yeah. There's no clue ahead of time to tell you that they're a shitty person. You can't go, oh, that person has dark skin or, oh, that's a lady or oh that person's old or that person's young or that person's fat or that person has money or that person doesn't you can't there's no clue because in every category i just said mm. there are shitty shitty people and there are really good people in all of those categories yes there are really great amazing white men shocker shocker the, there, yes, are. there are there yes. who aren't gay there are really amazing heterosexual white men we hate all of them right now we we feel comfortable just treating them like shit right now because that makes us feel better well they've had a lot of moments and right? this is not and that's theirs the thing, right <laughs> so there's a lot like it's just such a weird thing that like why as human beings can we not just realize that like the people we're supposed to be attacking are the shitty people and not the good people and you don't know. You don't get to decide that this person over here at face value is a shitty person. You don't get to decide that. You have to have a conversation with them and see what their behavior is and see how they talk to people. I do think if, like, it's and a then communication you can problem. Yeah. yeah. But people, that's the problem is, like, when you're 
a middle-aged white lady that lives in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, and you, because of your circumstances, have literally never interacted with someone outside of your race, of course you're terrified of that. You've been taught. Well, you don't have to be. Of course you don't have to be. (laughs) But it it explains a lot. Mm -hmm. Whereas that's why it's so weird when you live in a city like Chicago, when you encounter someone that is like a racist or something, you're just like, really? Why do you live in Chicago? Yeah. Go, you should go somewhere different. <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard to, cause how do you get yeah. Like that would be like me moving to a, like Lexington, Ohio, where like I look like a crazy lunatic. Cause I have the sides of my head shaved and people are like, what's her deal? What's she, where's she? Oh, she's from the city. Yeah. And they're like, do you know that Indian people own the convenience store down in this oh, right. town? And you're like, what? <laughs> Who cares? If I pointed out every different race of person that owned a business in Chicago, I would be exhausted. It would take me 20 years to do that. But they're like, did you know that this per- Who cares? Do you, do you not want to shop there because of, and they're like no 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 we no of course we of course we shop there of course I'm like then why are you talking about yeah, it Yeah it's not relevant It's relevant to literally nothing <laughs> <laughs> This isn't the Jerry Springer show like what are you talking about So I don't know I think it's very weird because it's like this weird thing that like somehow if you don't understand it you're just like well it's bad then I don't want it, I don't want it around me and then you have one example of it. If you've given yourself one example of it and you've decided that instead of having the one example of like African-American people be fucking Barack Obama, you decide that it's like the random guy in one town over that like shot someone. What? Like, why did you pick that one instead of the other one? Mm-hmm. Like, there's an example. Here's a good example. And instead you're like, well, I'm just going to decide that all those people are that way. And all these people are this way. Yeah, I, It's like a foreign way of thinking to me. It's I the can't, same thing that we talked it. about with like the women's groups where I'm like, when you have this woman's only thing, like you're really assuming that there are no shitty women. Yeah. There are plenty of shitty women. Right. And I have like, interacted with them at women's groups if where they talk to me like I'm a pile of shit. And I'm like, why am I here getting supported when I thought the whole reason was that, like, inherently we are supportive of each other. But you're still an asshole. It didn't... Just because you have a vagina doesn't mean you're not an asshole. Like, uh, some of the shittiest people I've ever interacted with in my professional career are women. The shittiest. <sighs> you're thinking yeah. about it. I was thinking about it too But much. I'm not I don't going know. I don't really have a list. I don't immediately go, well, you know what? Guess what? then all ladies are pieces of shit. I hate them all. I hate women. Done. I'm not talking to them. Like, why would I do that? That's just like these three ladies that had our, and I'm like, "Mm, you're a sad person. I don't know what your deal is, but I'm not going to talk to you anymore. So I don't understand. I just don't get, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why you don't like why it's so hard. Um, I don't know. It's probably easier. People don't want to have the difficult conversations. They think it's too hard because it reflects on them and makes I it feel so. like, well, that's what Josh, they don't said. want uncomfortable situations. Yes. People like will run far away from anything that's uncomfortable. And isn't hate, but isn't hating large groups of people based on nothing way more uncomfortable than just being like, I'm going to live my life and go in my garden and plant some flowers and then go to church and then go to bed. 
How did we get on that? Do that. We have, because we're terrible people too. <laughs> we're also shitty people who are very judgmental. <laughs> we kind Ooh. of always, unless we really stop ourselves, are always going to get into politics somehow. Right? Well, we wanted to try it not to. It also depends on what's just happened. Like when things are fresh in the world, we I think we both tend to come into it like, We've got feelings. Did anything just happen? Every Something happens every day. They found the body of that girl who was missing. Oh. I've been following that. Shit. In Iowa? Yeah. Well, I hate to say it, but that's kind of how we knew it was going to end, right? Um. Oh, I should probably not say my opinion on that, which was <laughs> that I assumed. Nope. 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 <laughs> I did not think they were going to find her so soon. Yep. Ah! Nope. This is not a murder podcast. It should be, though. I feel My like... murder podcast would not be a murder comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very depressing. We should just have one random episode where all we talk about the whole time is murder. And we use that as our application to be on the new... Yeah, that's right. My Favorite On the murder My Favorite network. Murder Network. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were gonna try harder to like stay on topic so that we could. We seem haven't. We more have. We're probably two hours in. And we haven't gotten to a topic. I don't know. It's bad. It's over an hour, right? We, we're cl- we're alarmingly close to two hours. Are you shitting me? No, we haven't gotten to our topic. Okay, yet. we have to do our shoutouts right now. Okay, we're very I sorry. Thought the whole thing was gonna be shoutouts. I also thought this episode was gonna be like thirty minutes long. Oh really? Thirty minutes? I don't know. I thought we would just like. Do shout outs and then talk about competition and then go to sleep. <laughs> right? Well, that I, didn't happen. I don't get to go to sleep. Well, you would go home and I would go yeah. to sleep. Oh, okay. Okay, so let's take a deep breath after. Uh, maybe we just edit all that out. Um, maybe it's just one long beep. We would have, <laughs> we'd have to listen to it to have it edited out. All right. Well, if, you, if a big chunk of stuff just happened that you didn't get to hear... We deleted, we edited it out and mm-hmm. you didn't get to hear it. It's probably going to stay in though. <laughs> um, okay. I was saying that a bunch of the people that I put on my little short list here um, are all from the United Kingdom <laughs> somehow. Um, so apparently I really like stationery and paper goods and things that are not from America. Um, there's two stores that I follow on Instagram that I just really love everything about them. Um, there's a store in the UK called Papersmiths. Okay. Um, and it's like a stationery store. It's all sorts of fun things. Office supply. E. <gasps> Does it, whoa, she shit. Did it. Oh, hold. Oh, stop the press. Uh, Amber favorite just <laughs> got her Kickstarter. I was going to look up what you were telling her... me, and this was the first Yay. thing. Yay! We wanted it to, to it see happened it during, well, during that's why recording. We, that's why we had to be on here for two hours. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Okay, paper smith. So, yeah, if you, heard our, if you heard our last couple episodes, we talked about Amber Favorite's uh, Kickstarter campaign, and she it reached its goal just now. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yay, we get to go to a party, and I get my name Yay. on a stool. Yeah. And I have to really think about what I want my name on the stool to be. I think it's going to be Orange Beautiful. Yeah. Doesn't that make the most sense? Yeah. Okay. I agree. Okay. So Papersmiths. Okay. I'm on. 
is a shop thing. in the UK. And it's kind of just in general, like literally everything they carry, I want to own and have in my life. Um, and then there's another company, um, another shop. It's in London specifically. That's called Present and Correct. Um, and you probably, people probably recognize that one, especially if you just follow that. Like they have a pretty strong following on Instagram. They do all these like amazing oh, wow. flat lay shots of like pencils in a shape or like a bunch of erasers or like really cool like shots around London of like color block patterns and stuff. I don't know. It's just amazing. And they sell like the coolest office supply stuff mm-hmm. I've ever seen. So both of those shops make me have weird feelings of wanting to open a stationary office supply specific store whew, in Chicago, but that's not going to happen because I need my sanity. Um, and then there's a, um, let's see another UK designer who actually does greeting cards. And I think wrapping paper, whose name is Abby Withington. Get it. Abby Whittington. That's her name. No, I don't get it. Um, no, don't. I don't, I don't mean get it like what? it's a joke. Oh. Um, but A B B E Y, and then and then Whittington, just like it sounds. Um, she just makes these really cute cards that I think I really like because they're kind of like the opposite of my aesthetic. Mm, they're very mm-hmm, like painterly mm-hmm. drawn, artsy. I don't know. It feels like when I look at it, I'm like, oh, that that would be. I wonder what would happen if I just made some stuff that looked like that and her color palette Love is amazing the color palette. like her color combinations are does kind she of do perfection wrapping paper she does do wrapping paper um so i'm still trying to pick amazing. my holiday wrapping paper and i've there's actually someone in the uk that i'm looking at yeah um because yeah a lot of good designers. there's also um and her stuff kind of reminds me of Moglia. Do you know that yes. company? I actually just got a notepad oh, of theirs so um, from Butter Home in Seattle. Her stuff is so good. I've been so wanting something. Good. Like, I'm looking at their wrapping paper, yes. too. It's very good. Their wrapping paper is yeah. very good. And again, color studies galore. Like The color combinations are amazing. So there's stuff like that that I just kind of like. It's stuff that I look at and I'm like, Am I as good of a designer as I could be? Should I try a little harder? Um, I feel like these are more like illustration. Yes. And that's yeah. kind of what I'm like. I kind of keep thinking like, how could I merge? How could I get a little more art feel? Like I want to feel more like I'm making art things instead of being like, I made a card. Like I think if I was a little more likely to just design something for the sake of designing it instead of thinking too much about what's going to happen with it then maybe I would, it would be more enjoyable. I don't know. Maybe that's a lie. Um, There's a card company that I started following on Instagram. And then I like went and looked at their cards and was like, oh, I obviously love all this because we're kind of, we look like we might be soulmates. Um, That's called Cult Paper, C-U-L-T Paper. Mm. Um, Very black and white. So obviously I love that because all my stuff is black and white. Well, a lot of my stuff is black and white, but it's a, their Instagram feed is really great because it's all like these just like photos of things that are like almost the whole feed is black and white. And then just like intermixed randomly are typography designs and card pictures of like cards. So it's much more like 
it's almost treated more like a Pinterest board yeah. than it is an Instagram feed. And I, that also makes me feel kind of freed up where I'm like, oh, what if I did my Instagram feed like that? Where I'm just like, this is cool and I like this and it feels good. And I don't care if it's a picture of a product that I'm selling. And I think as I think I designers, can't get myself to do it. Well, I think graphic yeah. designers can get away with that a little bit sure. more. Where if you're like, I'm cultivating a visual, you know, glossary of stuff here mm-hmm. instead of like, I need to be showing you my jewelry. I mean, I guess if like looking at photos of things is inspirational. Well, to I think you. Megan does a good uh, cities and dust. Yes, good, does she's a on my list. Good job of that. Like her feed is very like like I, every time she posts something that's not literally a picture of her jewelry. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's like, it's first of all, you know, it's her, you know, it's it's totally her aesthetic. I totally get it. Captions. Perfect. The color scheme is like in line with what she's already, like what she's currently like. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's not like, here's a picture of Beyonce. Like it's, it like makes sense with what's going on in her feed, but it's kind of nice that it's not like, earrings earrings rings ring neck here's a necklace like it's and i think yours breaks up that way too when you do shots of like components yeah or like that's, assemblages that's the only way i've found to like mix it up then i feel huh. like that works yeah. you do have to mix it up yes. in some way um i just i'm never just scrolling through looking at photos <clears throat> yeah um so yeah i don't ever like find that stuff. Um, Lindsay Lewis is also very good at finding yes. photos that just I like maybe, mix in with her. Maybe if aesthetic. we edited our feed differently, like if we were following specific things or something, you know what I mean? Or if we were, right, I'm just following businesses basically. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just like following stores like, people that I know. sell my jewelry stores. I want to sell my jewelry. Yeah. That's what I'm following. Which is interesting because like that is a, it's a thing to think about. Like what if, what if I was more focused on like visual inspiration and less on like, I want to see a store. I want to see, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm not picking feeds to follow as much based on, Oh, this is inspiring visually to me. Cause then I would, then I'd be following like photographers and like more like painters and fine artists and graphic designers and like, but I'm not doing that. Yeah things to think about um okay who else do i have on here lillian i'm gonna say her name wrong don't Um, worry i'll i'll say a bunch of names wrong farag farag f-a-r-a-g lillian i don't know lillian farag farag anyway she is a designer in um new york and she um She's like a textile designer, but she, I think most of the stuff lately has been these like little leather clutches and leather wallets and stuff. But then she does like a bunch of like hand painting and marbling and like illustrative kind of stuff. And I'm into it. It's very cool. Again, colors are on point. Um, this clothing brand I just started following that's called Ace and Jig. So A-C-E and j-i-g um i literally this is one of those clothing companies where i look at it and i'm like 
I wish I had all the money in the world. Yeah, um, I'm familiar with it, but I don't follow them. Just like because, there's a like, fucking striped dress on there that I want to murder someone to have. It's like a green, like two tone green striped dress, and I'm just like, why is that not mine? Um, but this is one. I there's a few different independent clothing brands like this where I follow them, and I'm like. Someday when I make money, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I make more money, I'm gonna buy oh, that yeah, dress. That. Um, so yeah, I kind of I'm in love with them. Um, then I have a couple typography designers that I follow. Um, Ian Barnard um, is a type designer that I love. He's also the one that for you type nerds that developed the um, grid builder. So it's like this set of different grid shapes so that like when you make a typography design that's kind of like like words in different shapes almost like banner style like a quote will be like the first word is like curved and then the second word is like on a flag and then the third word is like convex like it's it's kind of a style of doing a type design instead of just like stacking words Uh so he made he developed the him and another type designer that I'm not going to remember the name of, um, developed this thing that basically you use, you can use it in illustrator. You can use it like on your iPad in procreate and stuff like that. And it gives you like the grid shapes to use as guidelines for when you're doing a type design. Um, so that's a type nerd thing. And all the rest of you can start listening again. Um, and then, um, Stefan, Coons, Kunz, Coons, Coons, K-U-N-Z. He might be the other one that did the grid. But anyway, he's on my list too. Um, another lettering artist. Um, I'm big into like literally anybody that I can watch like do like with the type videos. Yeah. Like, I'm all over that. It's very mesmerizing. Um, what else? I think I had one more thing. But then my photos just went to the weird thing where it goes to years Oh, and then you're like, I yeah, don't know where you know I what? am. Somehow I've just found oh, here we a go. weird section that it was like it, saving my story. Oh, was that on memories? No, I don't oh, know. It made you a little gallery. I know it's of so like annoying. My Instagram stories Ew. in photos. Oh. I'm very confused. You don't need that. No. Um, then I have an I have a few illustrators that I really like. Um, I'm really into Nick Slater for lots of reasons. One of which is that he has a corgi. Um, and so in his stories, there are videos of his corgi. So I'm super into that. I think I actually found him because I saw a video of his corgi on Sweet D's account. And then was like, oh, this guy's an illustrator? That's cool. And so then I started following him. Why don't him. you use D more often then? If obviously it got you. I know. Aren't I an idiot? Lucky. Yeah. I'm obviously an idiot. Yeah. No, I know. There's lots of things that I'm not using to my advantage. I would use... Videotape the shit out of her? Uh, yeah. I mean, she is crazy cute, so I should use her... I should use my strengths. Yeah. Um, But he... She's got to make does, some like, money. He does, like, a lot of cool illustration things, and it often makes me feel like I wish I was an illustrator, but I'm not. I'm just a type designer. Um, I think that's what I had on here. Yeah, you do yours. I feel like I may have saved way too many people. <laughs> Josh just um, sent me a me- text message. Yeah. Amber's Kickstarter is funded. Yeah. He was the first person to comment on it. Too. He's so sweet. <laughs> He's such a good boy. I love him. Um, 
Yeah, I'm so excited about that. I'm very excited. When's we the party? We were going to check when um, is the party? we signed off and she beat us to I it. I want the party to be like next week, but I know it's not. Um, I think she said October. Oh, it's too far away. It is not too far away. <laughs> I have um, ship dates up on my know, dry erase board that are September. What, Sophia posted something about holiday, like prepping holiday shit, and she wrote like how many days it was till Christmas. Yeah, I saw and I, that. And I just sent her a message back, and I just wrote "shut up" in caps. <laughs> she knew exactly how many days. It's like shut up. <laughs> it's too soon. Um. You have jewelry people so, on your list. I did all jewelry people Good. just because like Well, that's who you That's what I've been thinking about is Oh, really? Instead of like cuz you're a jewelry designer? No, just thinking about like instead of being jealous or hating oh, someone right. else. Oh, right. you should be yeah. Or saying that their work isn't good enough to like I don't know. Like it's okay to admire other people for in sure. Same field. Just don't copy them. Right. Just don't copy them. That's a whole other thing. Is everyone hearing me? I yeah. I there are definitely some people that I see their jewelry. I'm like, that's exactly like someone else's. Why Imitation is that? for sure not the sincerest form of flattery. It's no. not any. It's not any form of flattery. No. Imitation is no form of flattery. No. Zero. Yeah. Percent. Like, there's someone I've seen who, um, like, even uses practically the same names as the designer that oh, she's ripping off. Just do your own thing. Yeah. Just I don't get it. Use your own, like, just do something different. Oh, here. See, look. Related. Oh, yeah. What is that? These are just screenshots. Google fucking with you. Okay. So, these are not in order. Okay. Of because I just did this on the way over here this morning. Um, but Dallas happens to be my first one. Dallas, Dallas Maynard. Maynard? Yeah. Because... Dallas made I, my engagement I ring. I learned so much... And Josh's wedding ring. About... Everything. From her. Like... She's a genius. Being in her studio and having her show me, like, oh, you should use this. And, and like, like, just... Yes, Dallas. Like, Anything you say, me, Dallas. like, the... Item masterclass for like what to order from Rio. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. She's somebody that should yeah. do like consulting teaching and stuff. I mean, she's got that. There's a lot of shit in yeah. that tiny little brain. And, <laughs> and by tiny, I mean physically small, physically a tiny head. She's a tiny little skull. <laughs> and there's a bunch of info in there. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Like I, if there's one per jewelry person I've learned the most from, most from yeah. it's Dallas. Nice. Um, and I do actually own one of her rings. She's also, also real cute. Super cute. And has cute little, little tiny, cute little Junie. Mini Dallas. Little Junie baby. Um, all right. Um, oh, right. I definitely bookmarked her. Um, her name is Allison Jean Cole. You can't go to it on a screenshot. Doofus. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. You just kept doing it. I'm like, does she not know that it's a screenshot? No. Nope. You can't go to the Instagram page when nope. you're on a screenshot. Nope. It's okay. We're just the old ladies who are like, why does this? It's like my dad like pressing the Uber button like as hard as he possibly can. And I'm like, that's not how it works. I want that to be the title somehow, but it was <laughs> long. 
Um, so this plan you can't, not really working. You can't press the screenshot? I think that um she, her website is AJC, her initials. AJC? Yeah, Allison Jean Cole. Um, she actually showed you the photo. Actually cuts out all of her stones. Um, and oh, I always shit. get asked like if I'm cutting yes. stones, and it's like, no, are you crazy? Like her earrings that just have like two stones on them are like a hundred and fifty plus right. dollars. I think that's the because, thing about it too is that yeah. sometimes you just want to be like, well, I could do that. You're correct, but if I did. This thing that you're looking at would be three times as expensive. And there'd expensive. be one. There'd be one of them. Right. There wouldn't be 15. <laughs> so, like, she just does um, web updates when they're available. Um, but she does, like, these sort of collage things with them. Like, I don't oh, know how wrong she's thing. attaching to what's them. Her, what's her Instagram? Allison with one L. Oh, Jean Jesus. Cole. Don't look up AC. Don't look up AJC Jewelry. Oh, is it the is casting not company? The, yes. I... I work with them. <laughs> Their Instagram feed is not appealing. Oh. It's just like a bunch of pictures of dudes at tables. <laughs> is that what they're Okay, sell them, like? tell me again. ABC. Allison. Allison? Allison with one O. And then what's the rest of it? Jean Cole. Is this what you looked up? Oh, I found it. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Look at that terrible Instagram feed. Um, you Some of them are videos. So I do actually follow them because they do the casting. Well, I'm just saying um, I wouldn't follow them. Oh, I like these bolo ties. Those are cool. Everybody's into fucking bolo ties right now. Good job, Minima Maxima. Look, you, <laughs> look what you started. Um. Anyhow, I just I love the colors and shapes oh, and these patterns. These are cool, right? Yeah, <sighs> very cool. So I would totally have a pair of her earrings if I ever went <gasps> anywhere me want you these i want to have these everything's so good are they like 200 dollars? they might they they're really beautiful be. yeah okay i'm into it so good following um, her um this next one she's really big and like you know things aren't totally handmade anymore i guess show? not oh. um but erica wiener um, oh yeah she she's, is she not in Chicago anymore? Was she in no, Chicago? She's been in New York, but she was once time. in Chicago. I don't no, think so. No. Oh, why do I know? Maybe Renegade? Does she do Renegade? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just know that so she's name. been around for like 15 years at least. So she's old like us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like she was my idol when I first started making jewelry. Nice. Um, and she was kind of still just getting started. At the time. Isn't like, that funny? I obsessively still, checked her blog. Like, I remember years ago when I found out, like, when Amber started doing cards and we were like, oh, we started doing this the same time. And I was like, oh, I thought you'd, I thought you'd been around for a trillion years because I was like, I idolize you. And then you, like, you always realize that people are, like, the same age as you. Yeah. <laughs> or She's they started the same. a little older than me. She's probably... My age, yeah. <laughs> just a little older than me. Yeah. Um. They do a lot of antique stuff now, but um, that's where my wedding rings from. So nice. Obviously, she's my had been my favorite for forever. Um. Ooh, look up Marta Pia. Um. So Marta, how it sounds, and then Pia is P I A. Marta Pia. Um. Again with like. Hand cut stones. Ooh. <laughs> Things I don't do. Um Yeah, those are f- love, cool. love, love, love. I like that eyeball that. ring. Yeah, I know, right? That's cool. Um, so like nice. 
Yeah, she's having I just things want, cut to shape. I want so much more money. How do I, I make know. more money? I know. So that I can buy all these things. Like, I need these earrings right now. Look at those. Yeah. Right? Very cool. Oh, I love it. Um. Uh. Oh, you'll probably like this. Um. I'm ready. Salty and sweet design. She's in Portland. Um. And Salty I met her briefly at the sweet. Seattle Renegade. She's really sweet. She has a pug. Um. Sorry. She has, um posts a lot of dog photos, and I don't know. Oh, if that maybe they're not her dog. Which any of them are hers? Well, there's one that's called Pug of Fortune. This is Fat Pug of Fortune. Maybe it's not her. That's Wait. a cute pug. Let maybe me it's see. just. Maybe it's just dog friends. Sometimes yeah. people just post cute dogs. There's only one post of him. So oh. um, maybe so it's not So she hers. does laser cut jewelry that's like painted and stuff. She owns her own laser cutter. That's what you got to do. Yeah. You can't do laser cut shit she, and not own your own laser cutter. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, you're not going to make no... You ain't going to make no profit. And she posts tons of Ooh. videos of like... The process. Oh, even her tags laser are cutting. laser cut. That's cool. Yeah. She's like, been doing it for a long ass time. Nice. Um, I like it. And she's really cool and sweet. Uh, we already mentioned Cities and Dust and Lindsay Lewis. Um, uh, let's see. I have too many people to actually mention. Do you have everyone. any non-jewelry people? No, I did all jewelry people. <laughs> no, I do not. Um, some people I discovered recently. Um, let's see. Is her... This is the problem with my screenshots. Uh, so her Instagram is while Odin sleeps. Oh my goodness. Um, but her name is Lauren Lester. While. Yeah. Odin. Oh, it just came up. Okay. I just found her recently, and I feel like I should have known about her a long time ago. Um, oh, cool. Like, really yeah. crazy big jewelry. Yes. Yeah, kind of, like, illustrative, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. Or, yeah. I really, really like it. And fun. It's just fun. And, like incredibly unique you people know? who have a lot of money who are buying like shit from department stores and stuff what the fuck's wrong with them like this is a funny photo but like I if love you had those earrings that's just oh a yeah great those idea. are very cool i just don't understand like if i had so much money like you know that terrible louis vuitton bag that costs like forty two hundred dollars that looks like a pile of trash that i always talk about yeah i hate that bag so it is if you have that much money, if you have enough money to buy that terrible bag, why I don't understand why you're not buying. Like, do you just have really bad taste? But then you lucked out and you have a bunch of money. Why do the no, people? No, they don't the, care about what it looks like. They care about what it means, what it says that they have it. But don't they realize that I see them carrying the bag and I'm like, oh, they don't care you what have you no. Oh, because I'm not rich uh -uh. enough. Okay. Um. But then they're the ones that are like, your haircut's amazing. Where'd you get those earrings? I love your pants. Where did that shirt come from? I love that pin you're wearing. Where does that bag from? And I'm like, all of it came from a craft show. <laughs> and costs, in combination, less than the one bag you're carrying that looks like garbage. <laughs> all right, another good one. High-low jewelry. It's um, 
like mixed um, metal and polymer clay. Oh, yeah. Like cool shapes and um, colors and stuff. We like shapes and colors and textures. Apparently. And things. Um, I got to like pick and choose or just start listing people because it's a lot. Oh, the one that I was trying to dig up, um, which I don't know how to pronounce, is uh, Sibylia. I'm totally saying it wrong. Spell She's S I B. I-L-I-A. That's three I's. Sibylia. Um, she is in Buenos Argentina. Um, yeah. And um, it's a good looking Instagram feed. Does more than jewelry. Lots of like sculptures and mobiles and oh. stuff. But it's like super fun colors and shapes and stuff. And I just found her recently. And also I'm really feel like I should have known about her. Impressed by people that can like color gradient their instagram feed yeah my instagram feed is not very coordinated right now how are you doing that like hers literally goes from reds to purples to neutral to green to blue to like how how'd you do that did you plan it out like eight months ago didn't you say that there's that like app where you can see how a photo looks well yeah but that still means you have to do it like uh, way ahead of time i don't know like fucking mark and steven i wanted to smack him in the face when he's like well when i was planning our instagram feeds 30 days in advance and i'm like what are you saying do that for me the photo i posted this morning i took this morning (laughs) that's what i'm saying (laughs) i need to get i need to get my shit together um Okay, and I have a ton of people, but I'll leave it on this last one, um, which... Yeah, we don't have time for all your no. list. Yeah, um, your list is, is too long. Four Eyes Ceramics, um, and so all of so her jewelry is made from ceramics. Oh, I was about to say, nope, you jewelry. do have a jewelry nope. or non-jewelry um, person. She was at the show in Cincinnati, um, and I wanted something oh, so bad. I have seen this before. Maybe she was at... A sh- mm. Do you think maybe she's done Renegade? I feel like yeah, I've seen. Maybe. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know why I've seen this is because she has her stuff at Hansy. Yeah, she that probably shop does. in yeah, Covington, probably in Kentucky. Um, I loved it and wanted everything, and I went back to her table like three times, and I'm and like, she was like, I "Here's just, that crazy lady again." Like, you just didn't pull the trigger. N- no, and I. If I were a normal person, I would have immediately. But I'm like, where do I, where can I possibly wear jewelry that, you know, somewhere that it doesn't matter if it's mine or not? That's my own fault. interesting because I'm trying to think of like how that applies to other people. But the truth is, is like, you're right. There's no, like, you're never going to see Sophia at a show not wearing her own clothes. Right. But she wears clothes in life. But, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't wear jewelry to come over to your house and record a podcast. I can't really justify a pair of. Well, and isn't that funny too? Because earrings. also, like, if you were going and being social and like doing something, it it's potential, it's probably going to be work related in some way. Yeah. I think I'm not normal. There have got to be other jewelry designers out there that who go out have every a night. social life yeah, right, and they exactly. can wear 
all their friends jewelry and i know they do i'm weird i don't leave my house i will say that's my own problem i'm envious of people that can wear their own work around oh right yeah like i can't walk out around in the world and promote anything (laughs) that i do yeah which is why i'm like trying to figure out ways of like can't can i potentially do like some screen printed shirts can i do is there a way that i can do enamel pins is there because like literally i walk around in the well, world you and can. Like, i'm like i'm a graphic designer it's just a whole nother thing do you yeah. want to see my work it's on the website <laughs> um i mean adding a new product line is a big i definitely need to diversify my product line though you do yeah okay. I, I mean at this point i sell two products I sell green cards and I sell art prints. Okay. And there's variations of those things, Mm -hmm. but that's not, I don't think that's enough. Like, I think there needs to be, it's too niche of a market. I need to hit a broader. Yeah. Like when you do jewelry, it's like millions and millions and millions of people buy jewelry constantly all year long. Whereas that is not true of greeting cards at all. You have, well, it's a very target all year round. it's a very specific audience that i'm trying to get and if i can have some products that because there are people that like and appreciate my designs but then immediately are like well i don't buy cards so have a nice day and they I walk you away put the shit is bananas on a t-shirt right but mm-hmm. then t-shirts are a whole yeah clothing is a whole thing yeah because of sizes tote bag I have. Do I th- people still buy tote bags? I certainly don't need. Do any people more still tote buy bags. anything? I feel like you can say that about literally everything. No, but like, doesn't everyone have like fifty tote bags in their largest tote bag somewhere? Yeah, but just stuff. But that you say that, bags? and then you also have lunatic people like shoving each other out of the way at every show of hands to get a tote bag. The stuff that's inside it, though. But then most of the people at the last one didn't even go around and get their shit with the scavenger hunt. Oh, well, like I didn't have they just time got, to do it. They just got their to tote bag mine. and they were done. Wait, the people, the people who stood in line, mm-hmm. we only had four extras that didn't get picked up. Some people had a lot of extras left. Oh. I have to figure that out. I actually just disassembled them yesterday. This is a whole. Th- this is another conversation. So that's that's but good I have timing, fi- right? It's I have to end of out. August. Show of hands was in May. I just <laughs> took them apart yesterday. You have other things to work on. <laughs> you have more. You have more pressing issues. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's. I mean, I think I also kind of think like, is there some product that I haven't thought of that like would be genius to put like? It has to be something that's easy to have manufactured or I can manufacture. Like it has to be something that I don't have to buy like a trillion of to get it going. I have Mm. to be able to buy, you know, like if I do enamel pins, there's a certain level of like how many I would have to do Mm -hmm. to make it worth it. Mm -hmm. And also I can't just be like, we have this one enamel pin. Like I can't just make a too legit to quit enamel pin and be done with it i need to make i would think Can minimum go three. in with people on orders is that what well, people are doing i mean i think 
I mean, the the per pin price is going to cost what it costs. Like the design of it and the and the it's like printing. Like unless you're all buying the same pin, like you can't split something. So it's not like a order ten thousand. No, total. It's like of a design. Okay. So like if I wanted to do six designs. I would have to do like a couple hundred of each of those designs. Mm -hmm. And then like, what if like, I don't like, it's the problem of like cards are much easier because per card, they cost so little mm -hmm. and you can order like a thousand of them and be like, Oh, this isn't terrible. And like, I can eat that up. And if I don't sell X of this one, cause you don't know what's going to sell and what's not. Yeah. But Enamel pins seem like so much a more of a commitment for some reason because the 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 cost the markup is so different. Like cards, you can mark up. Yeah, like there's crazy. No, I know. And you can cover those costs. Pins, like you know, you can maybe mark them up, maybe double. Like you know. Yeah. And not really make your money back very easily. And if you're selling them wholesale, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. So I just have to decide, like, is that something that will work? And if it, and like, what if it doesn't? Am I okay with losing, like, potentially a couple thousand dollars? Is that fine? Am I okay with that? Would I just give them away? Would I just sell them on the cheap? Like, who knows? But it's the way with everything. Yeah. It's I like mean, the it's minute you like decide casting, like, I just ordered two designs and it was over a thousand dollars. Yeah. And you're like, I and hope I this don't goes get a well. good markup. Yeah. On things that cost more right so so i just kind of have to figure out i mean i i have the problem of like most of my products are lower end and that's why i'm net there's never going to be the opportunity that's why when i do like calendars or holiday cards like i have the potential to make so much more money because an individual person will go oh well i need four boxes of holiday cards but they're not going to buy four boxes of thank you cards necessarily. Oh, really? Um, they're going to, you know, like that happens less often. Whereas, so why like, do people do enamel pins? Like, do you think? What do you mean? Why do, Why is it like so big right now if there's not know, a really it, good profit? I don't know. But it's also been like really big for a while. Yeah. Like I thought it was going to die. I thought it would. Like yeah, years I thought it ago, I thought it was going to die. Yeah. And it is not dying. Um, but then I, I have that feeling of like the minute I decide yeah, yeah, to do yeah, it, yeah. it'll die. I feel like skip it. Honestly. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just like having this conversation. Um, it like feels like a, putting that much money into a product that you maybe will get double. Yeah. I mean, it's tricky because on. it's like, it's a, it's a gateway drug. <laughs> It's a thing that will get people to buy something else. Like it, there, there are certain things that I need to add in that are more giftable that will make people decide to buy something else. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm on my website, it's like people are on there and they're like, oh, these cards are cute, blah, 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 blah. And then they just are kind of like, cool, I'm done. Whereas if there was like something that they're like, well, I need, I'm buying that. And then mm -hmm. they're like, oh, well, I should, I should buy some cards too and a print. Like there's certain things that I feel like if I can get some more giftable mm. things like you, I could see someone just like stocking stuff or buying pins and giving them as gifts. Whereas no one's ever going to do that with cards. That's not a thing. Okay. No one's ever going to buy somebody a print and like give it. I mean like that happens very rarely. 
So I have to find some things that are more that are using my designs and like capture like people fucking love to take pictures of my shit in my booth and not ask my permission. But then they're not actually like so like the designs work. They're mm-hmm. successful. They're things that people are like, that's funny. I love that. They're showing it to their friend. They're taking a picture of it. But I need to figure out more ways to get people to like pull the trigger and buy something instead of things just being greeting cards because that's only getting like this tiny percentage of people mm-hmm. whereas i want to get all of the pe- i want to get way more of the people that are like oh my god that shit is bananas is so funny and if i had like a sticker of it then maybe well, they'd have buy stickers, the stickers of it pretty easily right stickers are also a very tricky markup thing oh, okay because stickers unless you buy thousands of them can cost like a dollar a piece and you can't buy you can't sell a sticker for more than a couple dollars oh, okay so um, the things that I want to expand into are just like tricky things that. What about like, um, like office supply type things? Yeah, I want to do that. That's also huge commitment. Is that okay? There's certain things like I would love to do like notepads and like mm-hmm. desk things and like notebooks and stuff like that. But folders again, I have to figure out. I know you love the idea of file folders. I mean, I do work at a fucking print shop. (laughs) So like all of this should be, you know, it's not a matter of it like being difficult or not knowing how it would work or not being able to do it like us and Chicago made. Like I could do all of that. It's the initial, it's the fear of the initial investment that like, I don't, I don't have like a bunch of money to just like throw at like mm-hmm. a product line to be like, Oh, like, yeah, let's like cross our fingers and hope that like file folders will sell. And then I spend, yeah. you know, $3,000 on yeah. file folders. And then I'm stuck with a bunch of file folders if they don't sell. But that's, I mean, that's literally how you run a business. You have to just like bite the bullet and hope that stuff works. And sometimes it won't. I thought about doing a Kickstarter for like a little product launch and trying to see if that, cause then that basically is just like insure. It's kind of test marketing. It's basically like saying, Hey, if I made these, would you buy them? And like, please, and like you have to buy them or else I won't make them. Right. That could so work. yeah, that could work. And I think I could easily figure out like what it would actually cost to make some cool stuff. And I could pad in existing orange beautiful product and like design services as mm-hmm. rewards. Ooh, yeah. There so you go. That would be an easy way to like get kind of kick it up and like not spend money, but like give people my skills. Yeah. Cause that doesn't actually like have a, right. You know, I'm not like, like you're writing not a paying check out yeah. for it. Right. Even though it has value. Right. It's, it doesn't have, it's, it's not, different. it's my time versus yeah. me being like, okay, I have to buy equipment or I have to buy, cause there's certain things that I could do like office supply kind of products that like, if I bought the right equipment, I could do it myself. Ooh, like a cutter. So, right. Thingy. Like if I got a certain kind of cutter, if I, I could even get like a binder that could do like notebook binding, really? I can get some, you know, like there's certain things that I could get. I mean, I could do, I can do padding. Nope notebook padding in my house like I could do that myself that's an easy it's like people don't understand that it's literally just stacking paper together and gluing the edge of it hmm um 
but that sounds tedious. Right. But if it saved you money, at but least what if you get an order for like a hundred of them? Well then, yeah, depending on how many I got and what the Kickstarter could be, then mm-hmm. it would be like, well, no, I'm just going to have Roner do them, mm-hmm. <laughs> which means Sarah. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, but yeah, I think that there's certain things that if I, if I did just like design some stuff and kind of figure out like what it actually might cost, I'd probably mm-hmm. be surprised at how feasible it is. But I think there is a certain level of like things have to, like to go to the next level or whatever. There does need to be something added to my offerings to make it not just like I just make cards. Because I think I'm at a threshold of like this is kind of generally how much money you're going to make with these products. Okay. I get that way of thinking because I'm wondering how the fuck I managed to make what I think I should make so that I can, yeah. you know pay for the insurance that I need and yes uh buy a car and eventually a house right and I'm not saying that like to be a normal person you need a car and a house but you would like I a am car and almost a house. 36 and Steve's turning <laughs> 43 and, and we'd like a car and a house please and I feel like we've been patient <laughs> <laughs> we've waited it's time I'm not a 25-year-old saying that I should have a house. I know. Um, um, and part of it's like we need more space for the studio. Yeah. There's no way we can afford to rent another space. And I don't like the life that I had when I had the studio. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need to get your own, sp- have more I space need, and yeah. have dedicated workspace. Like to get the amount of space we need, the rent would be way more than a mortgage. So. Yeah. It's just about being smart, this whole house buying thing. Well, I Not think you also greedy. have to, well, you certainly have to wait out this upcoming election. Yes. As we all do. Um, I still feel like at some point Trump is getting impeached. If we want to go back to politica, political shit. And then shit's going to just go crazy. Like, we don't know what's going to happen after yeah, that. Yeah, see, that it could go terribly wrong. It be very good it could for go the housing ter- market. It could go great. Who knows? So I, know. I feel like we all just have to, like, kind of sit and chill for a little bit. And I'll see. sacrifice getting a house if it means that. Oh, for Trump sure. I will give up my house right now. <laughs> I will literally give up my house right now if it means I will take one for the team. All right. Emily said it. Yeah. If it, if some dumb lady yeah. in Chicago who does a podcast and runs a craft show and makes greeting cards, giving up her house <laughs> means that the president gets impeached, let's do it. <laughs> I am happy to take care of that. Because then guess how many interviews I will get after that? I will get all that money and you'll back. you'll get a new house. I will get a new mm-hmm. house with my sweet media cash. <laughs> Our podcast will blow up. Oh, right. Everybody will start coming to show of hands. That's what we want. We'll right? get death threats. You know what I was thinking about? How great. I don't really want the podcast to blow up. I don't because either, then we have to do it all the time. Well, we do do it all the time. <laughs> I do do it. More. We totally do it all the time. But I was if thinking it blows about up and we get paid. Say if we were really popular and mm. we released the episode from this week that was called. <laughs> yeah, it's called, yeah heroin. it's called heroin. We would be getting emails saying. You can't make fun of people who have addictions. And it's like, that's not what we're doing at all. Oh my God. But it would be nonstop, like, 
can't make fun of heroin. Heroin's not a laughing matter. You know what? Some people have fear, deadly fears of stools with their names on it. You <laughs> yeah. can't talk about that so lightheartedly. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like we have... We would just change the name to this podcast isn't for everyone. That's sure. the name of the podcast. I don't... No, I don't want to be popular at all because Show of Hands has gotten popular. I don't want to live in a world and where I we can't make fun of heroin. I don't... <laughs> Come on. The more things get popular, the 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 more shitty people come out of the woodwork to like talk at you. Yeah. It's not I don't like it. I'm happy to have show of hands be more successful because it's other people. It's not just me. Like mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. It's it's somewhat separate from me as a person. That's good. What you're working on your separation. Ugh. Yeah, I have to. Because people are terrible. Is that the name of the episode? Um, I'm 100% sure we have an episode called People, people are, are terrible. terrible. Or people on the internet are terrible. Yeah. Or the internet is terrible. We can have another one. I don't. But that's also not what the episode's about. No. The episode's not about that. The episode's about it being two fucking hours long. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to stop talking really we have soon. to stop talking but we also haven't come up with the name of the episode yet which means but we can't that we do would that have to listen to it we can't do it while we're talking but right if now. we keep talking maybe it'll come up <laughs> fuck no untitled so. that's what i did um uh when i was in what college. if it's called p if we keep talking maybe it'll come up <laughs> okay <laughs> that's fine <laughs> If we keep talking, Thank you. Good night. maybe it'll come up. <laughs> okay, we'll come That's up actually, with something. That kind of sums it up. Yeah, because this was rambling as way hell. too long. We okay, we get it. No! no! Um, we have to wrap this up for real because I yeah. can't believe anybody is to listening like to this crazy. whole thing. I feel like I'm going to pass out. It's also one <laughs> thirty. Oh, shit. Um... We're sorry about this episode. We apologize. We had a theme. We had we researched it an hour before we turned the microphones on. We thought we were real focused. It didn't happen. We aren't going to say that it'll happen in the future because it probably won't. We almost Next do better week, when we drink. Yeah, I think we almost. do. I think we do. We will be better. We're also better when there's another person involved. Yes. And next week, we have okay, two we are going to come up with a theme. It's going to be on point kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe no i was gonna say i'd bring mimosas but i don't actually like them so <laughs> i was trying to think of breakfast drinking what if we just put bourbon in our coffee <laughs> i don't think i want that either i don't think i like drinking in the morning why don't you just bring beer <laughs> just drink some beer Who cares if it's the morning mm. we'll just make like Negronis or whatever the fuck for you breakfast. Like. Yeah, for breakfast. We'll just do that. Okay, we're obviously waning here. Yep. Bit. All right. Um, thank you for putting up with our bullshit. Don't worry, this podcast will never be popular. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're leaving. That's it. We